I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another to another episode of the Weekly Planet official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. And I've got a dog. You better believe and it, I'm mate. prepared to use it. For what? I'm going to hurl it at you. Okay. <laughs> Fun adventure for the dog. I'm imagining... Trouble for you, baby. I'm imagining, like, a soccer throw-in. Two hands yeah, over there. Yeah, almost certainly, yeah. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. It's not... There's not enough room for a punt, is there? No, that's true. Uh, we can go outside and do a punt later okay, if you can. You, you ready for that dog? You love an adventure. Yeah, you better believe it. Oh, What's going on this week? Oh, there's good news. There's a bunch of good news. Oh, well, mixed. Good, mixed to good, I would say. Okay. Uh, so if, I have a feeling I'm going to hate all this news. Nah, you like this one. All right. Dread TV series. Oh, Mega City 1, it's yes. going to be called, right? Uh, it's going to follow an ensemble of judges. Ooh. Now, we don't know whether it's going to be a continuation of the Carl Urbaniverse. Yes. Uh, but we do know that he retweeted it, Ooh. which makes me think that he, at least he, he doesn't hate job. He wants the job. Yeah. But uh, someone tweeted at me, and I don't have my, your name in front of you, so I apologise, that he hated working on Almost Human, which was a it was like a Blade Runner-esque, but a bit of a cleaner future right, uh-huh. where you get a, a replicant person as a as a, a partner. partner. Okay, right. And, and the one that he got was an old one that had a bit of sass. Okay. It was, it was actually pretty good. Yes. And they cancelled it, but he but apparently he was like, oh, it's, TV's hard because it's like... It's Who a, said this? Carl Urban. Carl Urban, yeah. He was on that show. Yeah, he was the oh. lead. Oh. It's a solid show, man. There you go. And uh, So you're saying he hates TV? I'm saying the person tweeted me that said he said that. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so oh. take that however you want. Little game of telephone there. Who knows what he actually said. But if it's, a, if it's an ensemble, mm-hmm. then maybe it's the kind of thing where he's not in every episode. But I would, I would prefer to, to it be Judge Dread focused. Maybe, but, but I guess... But there's a good cast of other judges, isn't there? I guess that... Judge Minty, yeah. Judge Anderson, uh, Max Normal, not yeah, a judge, not but, a he's, judge, he's, but a, yeah, there's a guy in it. Who's the one from the Dread movie, the blonde one that Olivia Thirlby plays? Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Anyway, go on. I was going to say, uh, maybe it'd be a better show without Dread in every episode. Mm. In the sense that Dread is... Con- like, I love Dread, Judge Dread, but I feel he's kind Sounds of... Sounds like a- you don't, Mason. Judge Dread, yeah. <laughs> but it, he's kind of a one-note character in that. yeah. How much how much mileage you're gonna get out of every episode, a man who has no mercy and no sense of humor and, I'm thinking, and never takes his mask off. I'm thinking budgetary though. Yes. How do you have like just guns blazing every episode? Like right, okay. action set pieces like like the movie. So you'd have to make it more procedural with other judges doing 
day-to-day things yeah. and, and whatever. So I, I see I see what you mean, yeah. Mm. But you can take it in all sorts of directions. You That's can true. go into the, the wasteland. Yeah. You can go into Omega City One. Well in the in that you sense. You can go to those two places. <laughs> we could go to you could go to East Meg One. Oh which is which is Russian Russian oh, Mega no. City. Okay. You'd go to Britsit. Britsit. Which is the British version. Yep. You'd think Mega City One is in Britain because it's a British it's a series, British, but yeah. it's not. Isn't it a parody of, a, of American culture or yeah, whatever? Isn't that the way. idea? Yeah. But a, Got him. But so based solely on that poster, it can't really be a continuation of the movie. Too clean? Too crisp? Well, it's no, because the, the movie version is very much more. That version of Mega City One is kind of a flat, like it's a flat plane right. with a few big mega towers. But the Mega City One poster is more is Mega City One as you see it in the comic books, which is just every surface of the city is just three hundred story skyscraper kind okay, of thing, right, yeah. and it's and it's just layer upon layer of highway and yeah. that sort of thing. Whereas Mega City One's more like a it's Detroit with buildings. It's a Detroit, it's, it's a, yeah, it's slightly buildings. taller yeah. Detroit, yeah, with yeah, some sort of trees. Do you think they might actually do that version for? The, the show though like yeah, that, I mean, like because that because that's easier to do because you can film it on the streets you don't have to do CGI giant rampways and but that's what I mean but the poster yes but I'm the... saying that might not be an accurate rep, rep oh is what I'm saying. you're yeah. saying they're lying to us I'm saying they're lying to us from mm, okay, from day yeah. dot wow yeah I think maybe what they might if it's entirely possible they'll do a combination of the two like they'll mm. they'll bring in Carl Urban and they'll bring in the 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 Judge aesthetic, yeah, from the movie, but they'll put them in the the crazy, right? Yeah, the comic book version. The wacky, I would, I'd appreciate yeah. that. I think absolutely. Mm. And like you said, they can go to those four locations, mm-hmm. yep. which is very exciting. Yep. But I mean, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he did do it or come back for a little bit because Bradley Cooper was in Limitless uh, for one episode. <laughs> no, he came back a couple of times. I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that got cancelled. Yes, it did. I did but uh, <laughs> was it good? I heard it was okay. Uh, it was certainly wackier than the movie. Yeah. Uh was kind of fun mm. i just thought about it the other day and i'm like hmm, i wonder how that wrapped up and then i read the wikipedia and i'm like it's fine it, i guess it, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine there, well, none of the sub there was none of the subplots were ever revealed i think right like what did what ultimately did bradley cooper's character want i don't think we didn't he want to be the president or something yeah but he could have just become the president yeah by force Yep. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. But uh, Yelling the loudest. Yes. That's how you do it these days. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring this up, but you were talking about cancelled shows. Uh, Powerless is, is gone. He's gone, that's true. Uh, I think I watched two, and I wasn't, I wasn't like, this is awful. Yeah, right. But I was kind of like, I didn't like first season. I say like too much. I listened back to myself, and I'm like, shut up. Stop saying like. But uh, so, yeah. like. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> You're in your own I've head I've trapped it. it. The Office wasn't a great first season, the US one. Okay. Parks and Rec season one is, is not great either. So mm-hmm. maybe it could have merged into it. But apparently there was another, uh, what's it called, pilot for Powerless, which was more day-to-day and insurance and things like that. But they, then they changed it to be like, we're part of Wayne Tech and yeah, we make right. gadgets for Batman accidentally or, or, or whatever. But I think if you stripped it back to that, basic kind of core idea, which apparently they showed it at Comic-Con and people really enjoyed it. Maybe Did people whoop? I'm sure they bloody did. Can you move your mic a little bit this way? It's doing some popping and grinding. What about like that? I think that's a bit better. Okay, good. We'll see. I'll let you know. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what do you think though? I think, well, again, I watched one and a half or something like that. Yeah. And I think the key is we could go, oh, it didn't seem like a bad show, 
but then did we go back to it? No, no. yeah, it's a really so good point. Yeah. I guess it wasn't a good show. Yeah, yeah, but even with Parks and Rec and The Office, like I started them, I watched like the first and then I'm like, no. Uh-huh. And then I came back when I heard right. it got better. Okay, right. Yeah, so anyway, whatever. Mm. It's a shame because it's, it's a really good cast as That's well. That's true, yeah. So mm. there you go. Ron mm. Funches. Alan Tudick's Tudick. <laughs> yes. Uh, Grumpy Lady. Grump. Danny Poody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're thinking of Vanessa Hudson. No, I'm thinking of a different grumpy lady. Oh, the blonde grumpy lady. Probably. Yeah, no, mm. we've, we've, yeah. yeah, we saw one and a half. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back for season five. People are saying it's great. Maybe I should get back into it. Nah. Okay, then. <laughs> well, Levens no, loves like, it. Levens yeah, is well true, into yeah. it. Yeah. And I love Coulson's bionic arm. Yeah. The how, S.H.I.E.L.D. generator. How much it. do you think they, they use of that, though? Bearing in mind, you haven't seen it since season two. No, no, I watched some episodes a while back. Remember mm. we watched, I watched some Ghost Rider That's episodes. right. Don't say we. You. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Mm. Well, that's all exciting. Now, this I'm mixed on this next bit of news. Mm-hmm. Mixed because the project was dead. Yes. And we're getting a different interpretation which is sad that we're not getting part three. But, I mean, you know, I'll say what it is. How about that? <laughs> if you could. I'll just talk about <laughs> if what. If you could. Yeah. Uh, Hellboy is getting yeah, a reboot. Yeah, that's right. Mike Mignola uh, mm-hmm. tweeted that it's happening. It's underway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Neil Marshall, who directed The Descent, okay. which is a fantastic horror movie. You've seen it. In a cave. Creepy, crawly, white creep- creepers in a cave. Remember? If you'll stop talking, I'll agree that I have seen it. Have you? No. You have seen it. I'm we not, saw it. Not true. You're thinking of somebody else. You're thinking of someone else that hasn't seen it. Oh. When you should be thinking of, of yourself. Me who has. has seen it. Right. I've definitely not seen it. Uh, he did Game of Thrones. Some okay, episodes yeah. of Game of Thrones. He does the big ones, like Battle of Blackwater, I think he did, yep. and, and whatever. He also did Centurion. And I know you've seen Centurion. The game where somebody drinks 100 shots of beer <laughs> yes, in, in 100 minutes. I don't think that's that difficult. People talk about it. I've never done it, but it's not that much. It ends up being like... Sounds like a podcast challenge. Matt, you know what I think about it. Next week, Mr. Sunday Movies drinks 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. I'm cutting back on my beer. Mm. I'm, I'm a vodka soda man. I, I, I don't need those <laughs> calories in my life, Mason. Uh-huh. Right. I'm getting old. Wow. I can't get did you hear, this up listeners, did you hear him lay down that challenge? <laughs> like, oh, oh, it can't possibly be that hard. I reckon anybody could do it. I mean, I would do it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm cutting down, cut down alcohol, so... Fine, I'll do it. All yeah, right, we'll do it week. at some point. No, not next week. But it must work out to be like eight beers in 100 minutes. And mm. that is a lot. Oh, so you've changed your tune already. Yeah, I'm d- I did the math. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if that math is right. Anyway, what's this movie Centurion? Anyway, Centurion, uh-huh. Michael Fassbender is a Centurion. Ooh. It's a good, you've seen it. We saw it at the cinema. None of these things are what true. What are you talking about? I've never, I've never seen that film. <laughs> yeah, not the Channing Tatum one where he's a Roman soldier. I haven't seen that either. The one, Michael Fassbender gets stuck behind British lines. Why would I have seen that? It's really good. I mean, it's solid. It's really solid. Uh-huh. It was before Fastbender was Fastbender. All oh, right. It was a little bit before uh, the one where he, the German guy, who's not German, and he hunts Nazi Nazis. And it's Quentin Tarantino. Inglorious Bastards. Trey glasses. Yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Uh-huh. You're really hanging me out to dry this episode, Mason. Yes. You're really calling me out on shit and hanging me out to dry. Anyway, what was the point of that piece of news? I lost Neil the Neil Marshall will direct. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's got to star David Harbour of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Uh, and apparently it's going to be a darker, more gruesome version of Hellboy, which I guess is more aligned with the comic. Uh, not that I've read much of that. Are you a fan? I am a fan of the comic, Very yeah. good, Mason. Mm. You know, there was a game on PSP, a God of War style. Is it in this box of no, PSP games that you presented me with just a minute ago? No, I got them from my parents' house. I went, yeah, I want these. And I got them here and I'm like, 
why did I would never turn this on again? Mm-hmm. But now I have a retro game collection. Yeah, you do. Good on me. Yeah, post yeah. about it on Twitter. You son of a bitch. How do you feel about <laughs> a reboot? Yeah. Ah, uh, you didn't love two, did you? you no, like... I should revisit two. I really loved one. Yeah. See, I love two more because I one. love Nazis being punched and stuff. Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh and I love Perlman as Hellboy. Yeah. Can you turn your mic again a little bit? This way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about now? Yeah, that seems better. Excellent. Whenever you do peas, it does a pa 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 pa. Yeah, it's doing it. Whatever. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> okay. really good. Yeah, I loved. I, I love Jeffrey Tambor as, yes. as the administrator. Yeah, which is a, he was he was throwing some shade at Mike Mignola on Twitter. Was he really this week? He's like, what did he say? It was something. It was something about like I think maybe he's just confused. He was like, because Mike Mignola's back in this reboot reboot because yeah. he created the character and why yeah. wouldn't he? And T- Jeffrey Tambor was like, you kind of you kind of like betraying Guillermo del Toro on this because mm. he made the movie and Ron Perlman because they made the movie what it is. And a lot of people underneath were like, I'm pretty sure Mike Mignola made Hellboy what it is because he created Hellboy. But, so I don't know. Maybe so maybe, you think he didn't know that he was the one that maybe created Jeffrey it? Maybe Jeffrey Tambor doesn't know that Mike Mignola Yeah, and that's Hellboy. very possible. I mean, yeah. why would he, mm. I guess? Look, yeah, he, maybe he was just on set as like, they thought he was just like a script consultant or something. Okay, like right. Let me look up the budget for Hellboy 2. Okay. Because, the, do you remember very recently, Guillermo del Toro went to the went to the studios and he's like, right, last, last ditch effort, this is right. happening. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to final push for Hellboy 3 and he got knocked back. Yes. And the reason, I guess, is because, well, Hellboy 2 made $160 million in the box office, but it cost 85 and you double marketing or whatever. It so they made nothing. It would have barely made, sure, made right. any money. Uh, and even though it was well received, people didn't go and really see it. Obviously, didn't turn out in droves for it. Right. But if you make a forty million version of that, you do like a like a dread or a John Wick budget or something yeah, right. like that. You could you make a hundred and twenty. You've you've made your. I money guess that's back. true. So when they say dark and gritty, they mean all they're going to do is the Hellboy suit. Yep. And then the, he's going to face off against vampires or something. Yes. So just regular people yes. that are very pale. And that, and that is a shame, yes. but uh, but you know, characters get rebooted. We've had yeah. How many Batman's have we had in our lifetime? Two. Mm, go on. Adam West. Yep. And Michael Keaton. Yeah, you went alive. For Adam one. West and Michael Keaton <laughs> from the castle. So is it? It's West Kilmer, Clooney, Bale. West doesn't Affleck. count as our lifetime. What did I say? Oh, West. Sorry, sorry, not West. Who's the first one? Keaton. Keaton. Kilmer. Clooney. Bale. Affleck. Five. Yeah. And the animated one. And the animated Kevin one. Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Yeah, exactly. So I, I take this as, I mean, it sucks that that story isn't continuing, but that movie... And Lego Batman. And Lego Batman. <laughs> That's right. You know, that movie's now nearly 10 years old. Oh. Like when And instead of doing Hellboy 3, you want yep. to get people back on board for a movie that, for a franchise, then maybe you've got to start from scratch. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I don't really want to see... Uh, a re-origin telling thing. Just kick it off. Yeah, on exactly. An yeah, that would yeah. be. Yeah, and that way you don't have to show hell ultimately. Mm. Exactly. And look, it is. And Ron Perlman did an amazing job. Uh-huh. It, it would have been great to get him back, but 
you can't reboot it and then put him back in it, really, yeah, can true. you? Unless you, that's, they did that for Ghost Rider. If that was a reboot, right? I don't, I don't know. But anyway, uh, but but I think I think Hellboy in the comic books has gone in enough different directions. Like there's been some big world-spanning mm. stories, and there's been some teeny little stories. Yeah. So why not put in a teeny little story? Yeah. And see if people jump on it, and if they do, maybe you can do a bigger budget one later. So you're on board then? Yes. So but Mike Mignola, if you could not betray the property, yeah, that would really help. Absolutely. Mm. You dog. You piece of shit. <laughs> good. It's a good suit, isn't it? Do you reckon they're going to make the, the hand of doom on the right hand this time? On the left hand? Wait, it's a, it's the wrong hand in the movie, isn't it? They switched it. Or is it? I'm fairly certain. I can't it remember anymore. It's, it's, it's the opposite of whatever it is in the comics uh. because Ron Perlman is the opposite of what it is in the oh, comics. I thought, I, I remember it being... That they thought they were going to have to, but then it turned out he could use either hand. So okay, maybe. Right, there look. you go. We'll never know, and there's no time to look it up. I wish. I mean, was there's literally all the time in the world, but I'm not going to do it. What Don't do add us. Never. <laughs> at Wikipedia Brown, at Mr. Sunday Movies, but do not. <laughs> do not add us about it. Uh, I've got some casting for the new X Men movie, The New Mutants. That's right. It's coming out next year. Maisie, Maisie Williams. Williams will be Wolf's Bane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy will be Magic. So. Anya Taylor-Joy looks a lot like magic, so that's good. And Maisie Williams, close enough, and she's going to be covered in wolf fur, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be that Jennifer Lawrence situation where you've got a serum sometimes where you're Maisie Williams, but other times, if you get too angry, you, you become a wolf spy. You become hairy Maisie Williams. Yeah. Almost, yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Good, I guess. Pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, good in the sense that... That's, they, they seem like good, seems like good casting. Yeah. But bad in the sense that it's for an X-Men movie... And how good's that going to be? We, you just don't, it's, it's a flip of a coin, it's a flip really, of a isn't coin, it? exactly, yeah. isn't it, right? You, you get Logan, you get Apocalypse. You know, yeah. you get Deadpool, you get whatever another example is, you know? Mm, a bad one. Yeah, bad example. So, mm. no, I think this one might be all right because I feel like it's got more personality and from what I've seen from it than the standard X Brian Singer X Men movies. You know what okay. I mean? Did you see that Adam Anik of the Giant Bear? Oh, yeah, we talked about the giant bear. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm, that's so true. say what you will about that animatic, Mason, but it was a good animatic. Agreed. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Any other, have you seen Anya Taylor-Joy in anything of note? She's in Just a the, split. I've seen her in a very like thumbnail-sized photo of herself next to a very small thumbnail picture of Magic, the character, from X-Men New Mutants. And you give that... And I went pretty close. 100 thumbs up. Yep, exactly. Okay, that's very interesting. Uh So she was in Split. She was in Split. Movie I haven't seen. She was in The Witch, which I've been meaning to watch. Uh I've got a copy of it. Apparently it's very good. Did you watch The Witch? No. It's a spooky horror movie set in... There's a witch also set in the woods and and Finch from The Office is in it. (laughs) Oh, cool. A lot of people were like, you should see that... They were like, The Witch, it's a return to old school horror. It's so... Horrifying, you'll kill yourself or whatever. <laughs> have you, did, did it make you kill yourself? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, I have a copy of it. All right, yeah. okay, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just, it's one of those ones where like, I know this is good, but I, I need the time to, to sit down and watch it properly when I'm not sitting on my computer editing. Yeah. yeah. And you'll need to get all your affairs in order exactly. before you kill yourself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, update on the uh, nautical-themed man cave. Oh, yes. From that house. We oh, that's right. You were thinking about buying a house. Yeah, went back and uh, it's no good. In what sense? The whole thing is like a hodgepodge and, and, and whatever. Like what does that, that mean? That it's, means nothing. No, it's it's like it's it's kind of bit slapped together and like it's got good frontage and, and it's got a great backyard. Oh, sounds... But, oh, uh, yeah, and also there's a tap in, in the nautical-themed man cave where you turn it on and there's a sink and then there's an open pipe at the bottom of the sink and it goes into a bucket. 
<laughs> I see. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I mean, that's not what sealed it completely, but uh, yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> not to do that much. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, we got a trailer. Forget what you knew about Blade Runner 19. Done. Vangelis soundtrack. <laughs> Out. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Vangelis. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Doing the new one? Don't know. Don't know or no? No, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, the world is back. Pyramids. Atari logo. Giant What's Atari doing in the future? It's it's an alternate future, obviously, you dingus. Well, it's interesting because is it an alternate future? Because there seems to be some sort of... We see some sort of news, floating news hologram, and it's got something about the Soviet Union on it. Right. And I'm like, is that... Maybe it's just something that is called Soviet something something, or is this a universe in which the Soviet Union still exists? Potentially. Maybe. I, I got the audiobook of uh, Do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep because I've, I've never read it. Mm-hmm. And the first 10 minutes is just him arguing with his wife and they're both debating on whether to get a stimulant of emotion so they can argue better or calm down. Right, yes. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, no, is it a good book? I mean, it must be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push on, but my understanding is the book is very different from the movie. Like, there's no ambiguity in terms of like Deckard is just a he is a guy, and like, there's some more actual clear. electric sheep in it. What? Like it's, it's oh they have one, don't it's they? Concerned pre- the the book is, I think, concerned predominantly by synthetic animals. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. It's more a farming simulation. What do they do with them? Just have them as pets. Why? It's a status symbol. But isn't but also aren't they saving up for a real one or something? Yeah, because that's an even bigger status symbol. A real sheep. Mm. Okay. Vangelis is still alive. I've just checked. Okay, good. I went to isvangelisstillalive.com. <laughs> it's got a, is it got a, like a live stream? Yeah, that's right. his house. Yep. It's an empty coffin, and when he's in it, you know it's, <laughs> it's done. done. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, pyramids, giant holy drone that follows him around. <laughs> He's just doing stuff, and every once in a while, if you're real lucky, if you just watch that live stream, he's just like, yes, I'm still alive, all right? <laughs> Mamma mia. Pyramids, flying cars, giant holograms. How good does it look? Well, I was going to say, so, yeah, and, uh, first of all, what I was going to get to initially is yep. Atari doesn't really exist anymore. No. I mean, it does. The, the, the brand exists. Great but t-shirts. But now it's just like, it's T-shirts, and it's like online gambling stuff. I think you can get like a retro Atari system with a, with a thousand yeah, games right. uh-huh. in it or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe well maybe do you think there's not time between now and 2049 for atari to, to, to have a resurgence yeah, maybe to yeah. be back in a big yeah. way yeah maybe okay good maybe apple will purchase mm. the atari property and rebrand themselves atari yeah very good yeah. so three decades later uh Deckard has been missing you see yes. a, you see a um you see a number scratched into a surface that says six ten twenty one, which is two years which is the year that the the, the book is set, but it's set two years after the movie. Yes. And the presumption is that the replicant woman, who is it from the first one? I can't remember her name. Uh, no. Yep. Gone at us. <laughs> she, uh, that's, she's dead. So yes. she had a, like all replicants, she had a cap she on her. She had an expiry on, on date, on right. And maybe, uh-huh. and again... Even ma- though it was very heavily implied in the first one that she didn't have an expiry date. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. Surprise! Maybe she just fell under, maybe fridge fell under. Yeah, know. maybe fridge fell under. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So he's uh, he's been hiding in what looks like Vegas? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so mm. just kind of some kind of wasteland. Or possibly Vangelis' house. Right. There's a lot of <laughs> Greek-themed statues. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared Leto... He's back. He's back. In a big way. Yeah. We so thought we were rid of him after 
after Suicide Squad. After he embarrassed himself. (laughs) He didn't embarrass himself in the movie. And this isn't his fault, but it was all the the social media build-up of all the crazy stuff that he was doing. And then when the movie came out, people were like, what a big bunch of bullshit for nothing. Correct. Which isn't his fault that they cut him out of it necessarily, but... He, he, yeah, he. he kind you know of what? I bet out. it is. I bet they were like, "Listen, <laughs> you're going to be in this for ten minutes. Your contract says clearly ten minutes." And yeah. Then he imagined he this. faffed about. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's some sort of he. He's, he's the new replicant master. Yeah. He's building slaves. He's talking about. Yeah. He says, uh, you know, the all all great societies are built on slave labor of some sort, and sure. then we see a replicant being born that, out of a tube. That's probably true when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, Jared Leto can't lie. Did you know that? <laughs> He's got a thing in his neck, mm. like a like a little bloody. I don't know. Is he blind? Or do you think those are some kind of? Um, I think he's getting sweet data. From he's got that. sweet data. Yeah, he's, looking okay. at, he's looking at some do sweet think content. He, do you think he greets them all? They all slip out of a slippery bag. Maybe this one's special. Okay. Is that was that a name actor or was that not that just I could say? It's okay. hard to tell when someone's covered in goop. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's, you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, no, I, I I don't know. So, so I'm I'm presuming he's the the corporation evil. Yeah, guy. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think the story's going to be? No, I think he's the bad protagonist. I reckon he's the hero. <laughs> Do you think the story's going to? Ba- yes. The story's going to be the same as the first one. It's going to be in terms of there are people whose jobs it are to hunt down replicants. Yes. Do you think that's just going to be? It's going to be that again. It's going to be like a soft reboot, or do you think it's going to be a continuation where maybe there was a replicant? I think human it's going war? to be a continuation. And the, the, there's there's a piece of dialogue in the trailer that's something like we finally found the keys to the next stage or something like that. Slippery bags. Slippery bags. And it seems like they the the trailer seems to suggest that Ryan Gosling's character has some sort of secret, right? And that's and and it's around him. But I think maybe that's a fake out. I think maybe the person with the secret or the, this next step of evolution is Deckard. Oh, who is a replicant. I think maybe he is a replicant. Here's my, here's my theory is that he is a replicant Yeah. and everybody thought that he died because he had a six-year expiration date like all the rest of them, Yeah. but he's been hiding out and he's still alive. Yeah. And they're like, now that we've used the goose, baby goose, to track <laughs> him down, now we know that he's survived and he's got some sort of key in his right. replicant DNA to keep him alive. Okay. I mean, I've been wrong before. I can't think of us any time ever. Oh, except for the time you said Beauty and the Beast wouldn't make a billion dollars. I said that, and I also said Batman v Superman was going to be good. Uh, <laughs> but we all thought that. It's, it's in more innocent days, you know what I mean? I understand. Like, I've mostly been wrong, but, but I'm definitely <laughs> right this time unless I'm wrong. And I, I guess it also depends on what version of the movie is it following. I'm yeah. presuming the, the final cut, you know, the, the defi- I don't know if it's called that, that definitive, this is it, this right. is all the answers you need, and that's the one where he picks up the bloody... Um, the unicorn. And, and then he, he has- unfolds the origami unicorn and it says, you are definitely a replicant. <laughs> and then he looks down and he realizes that it's come out, that the paper came out of a printer that's in his, <laughs> in his stomach. An Atari <laughs> printer. <laughs> yeah. Dot matrix. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, should have known. Actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Great. So Harrison Ford's run. You saw it. Yes. He's no Tom Cruise, is he? No. In the running department. But he's a, you know, he's in mid 70s or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if you can move like that at 74, it's true. Nothing, there's nothing bloody wrong with that. Mm. Have you seen Hollywood Homicide? No. There's a right, there's a right, there's a street chase, foot chase in that. And but I he was barely 60 ish. Yeah. That. And I remember watching the time going, well, that's not, that's <laughs> not much, is it? Though it's better than, you know, taken two or three where Liam Neeson has to climb a fence. Yes. And it's like 15 takes. 
different <laughs> angles right. just to get him over the fence. Uh-huh. Yeah, you couldn't have just filmed a stuntman from behind. It's, mm-hmm. oh, it's crazy. There's a series, in each shot, there's a series of different step ladders they've arranged <laughs> that he can... Yeah. Uh, he's not a fast man. He's a big man, but not a fast man. Mm. So you think when the pages are torn out of that book, do you think that's the history of Deckard or somebody who's not the goose? Yes. So do you think there's not going to be any implication like the goose doesn't look himself in the mirror and be like, who am I? Who is the goose? I think we talked about this last week that I, I, my, my actual hope is that it, in this one, yeah. we open the door to the question of whether the goose is a replicant and then we have to wait another 30 years. <laughs> oh, that's right. We one. did. We did yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Mm. Do, so do you think there's been any, so in between you think they've just kind of taken replicants and they've beaten them down and they're mostly slaves at this point. Maybe there was an uprising in a war, and maybe there's that kind of wasteland. I don't. I had not thought about speculating as to what happened to the replicants. Right. I think they're just around doing still whatever replicants do. But something must have happened in between. Surely some kind of catalyst for the whatever the, this version of the world has become. Seems about the same, though, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess it. That's like Star Wars Seven. It's it's about the same, yeah, I think isn't it's it? Just, I think this is just kind of a stagnant world. Like okay. the, the holograms are better, but that's basically it. Holograms are better. So mm-hmm. hologram. Technology has increased threefold. Let's say. At least threefold, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. God, it looks good though. Like Bigger, it, better, more ballerinas. More ballerinas. Well, it does seem like a more of a. Uh, the original Blade Runner's a lot of kind of like corridors and street level shots with just steam and pipes and yep. food vendors. This feels very open, mm. which is more of a kind of a Den- Denny Villeneuve I wonder kind of what, situation. I wonder, what, uh, I wonder what kind of uh, food is going to be on those street vendor carts, you know what I mean? <sighs> It'll be mostly Asian cuisine. Isn't that what yeah, it normally, that, yeah. normally is? Yeah, I'd say so. So, okay, let's let's talk. Who's who's going to be a replicant? You think Deckard's going to be a replicant? Yes. You think there's going to be an implication that the goose is a replicant? Um, realistically, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, the girl that was with the goose? The girl with the goose? Definitely a replicant. Definitely a replicant. Well, like, isn't that the kickoff here? That that yeah. Is, this is some sort of the same, Rachel. The same way that Rachel was a replicant. Yes, that's right. So in I I feel in this this isn't this isn't this implying some sort of Romeo and Juliet kind of situation where it's a it's it's the warring factions one of which is replicants and one is human and and the goose is like ooh replicant lady. Do you think there's any chance that Jared Leto will be a replicant? Ooh, I think there might be a chance that Leto's a replicant. Mm, Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. But here's here's a question for you though. This is one for the ages, and Mm -hmm. I put this out there on Twitter. And I was interested interesting the feedback. We Should got. I answer it on Twitter? You can do whatever you want, Mason. Okay. You're a free man mm-hmm. when this podcast is over. Put your phone down. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, do you think it yes. will be better than the first? Yes. Why do you say that? It looks a lot better. Yes, but is that it? Like, is it the director? Do you want to see a Ridley... Would you rather have seen the Ridley Scott sequel to this? Because I know I no. wouldn't. Coming yeah. off the back of Alien Covenant. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I'll tell I you agree that much. with you. Um, no, I think this is going to be good. I think... Harrison Ford looks like he's committed to this. I wonder where they're going to give him 10 minutes, though. And it's then gonna, he's done. Yeah. Ugh. And then it's the Goose's story. Well, it doesn't appear... You're right. It doesn't appear that he is in any action sequences or anything. There's so a, the bit where the running. replicant busts through the wall. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another bit where it looks like he's in the snow. But I feel like there is, a, there is a chance here that he's not in it much, which is okay. You can, uh-huh. you can move yeah. the story forward. Yeah. And, he, you know, and mm. Indiana Jones, Harrison, Han Solo's gone. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's possible, yeah. Mm, yeah. So you think it'll be better, I think maybe. it'll be better, yeah. Well, I think judging off The, the Arrival and uh, what other movies has he done? Prisoners. Mm-hmm. Apparently Sicario is really good. Sicario is really good. Yeah, I've got to watch that. I think th- there's every chance that this could be at least equal. Yeah. Because he hasn't put a foot wrong yet. 
Mm, maybe this will be it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Well, then he's doing Dune. So oh. if he's going to fuck one up, it'll probably be Dune. Let's hope it's Dune. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. Just to, be, uh, just to make sure, uh, isvangelistillalive.com uh, is not is available. So if anybody would like to buy that. But you need to have a drone. <laughs> yeah, if you could. Could it just be a drone on a leash that's tied to his belt? So oh, he drags it, that, it yeah. along? Yeah, totally, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> It could be some sort of camera on one of his shoes. Okay, good. Be yep. Constantly upskirting him. <laughs> sure. Yes, it could be that. Fantastic. Uh, Ridley Scott, uh, this is this alien news. We're going to talk about Alien Covenant next week, obviously. I have a review that it's up. Thank you very much, 20th Century Fox, for copyright uh, striking my, or co- claiming my video. Great. Good on you, you mm-hmm. bunch of fuckwits, if you're listening, <laughs> all of you. Fox are notoriously the worst. And you asked me before. Did they strike it because I didn't give it a glowing review? And I didn't hate it. We'll talk about it more next week. Uh-huh. But no, they, they strike everything. Huh. They are notorious for it. Yeah. Mm. So all the film companies are worse in their own way, are bad in their own ways. Okay. And this is what Fox are But not. you'd say Fox are the worst. At this particular thing, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other things? Yeah. They're pretty bad at other things. There are a lot too. of other things, yeah. yeah. They're good when they step back from shit. Right. Like Deadpool, Logan, whatever. Right, sure, That's when okay. they're at their best, when they uh-huh. let better people do things for them. So they're good at giving talented people money sometimes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay. Depending on that person's level of talent. Huh. Anyway, Ridley Scott says uh, maybe he'll make two more alien films. Didn't he say he was going to make them forever? Yeah, he's going to... Wait, does that mean he's only going to live like a couple more years? Yes. Because he said it was, he was going to make alien films until he, he did, died. yeah. Do you think maybe he went to a fortune teller who told him exactly when he was going to die? It's very possible, yeah. Mm. But uh, the next one's going to start filming 14 months from now. So there you go. Okay. We're going to have the Prometheus prequel trilogy leading up to the original Alien. Woo! Woo, indeed. Woo! Another tr- another prequel trilogy that you can't watch before the original, because <laughs> if you do, it'll ruin all the tension of the, of the old ones. Absolutely. Woo! Anyway, we'll talk about Covenant next week. Yeah. So I guess this is where I'll put in the, the other thing. Should we pretend? That, that it, the way that it's that it's organic, or should we be like we, we're thrown to a oh, yeah. pre-recorded clip? Pre- pre- yeah, fair enough. <laughs> we we uh, Sam Loy is our, is our guest. Uh, he had to go away on holiday, but we wanted to get him to talk about aliens because so. he loves aliens. So yeah. uh, Sam Loy's from the great podcast, yeah. Ordinary. But we talk about all that already. We mate, do, so. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so just pretend this is a seamless edit into that. Mm. Or maybe you actually will make a seamless edit into that. Yeah, I might. In which case, how dare you for wasting all this <laughs> this sweet riffing? How dare you remove it? I, I demand you put it back in. Fine, I'll put it back in. Nice. And then we cut to the clip. <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother or sales i definitely prefer don't you because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell online in person on social media and beyond shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow step up to shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features trusted apps and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands for example ruggable nix magnolia cotton and so many more now you're probably thinking sure But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Now, Mason, things, other things are happening in the world, obviously. Alien... The new one's cut. I was going to call it Alien Isolation again. It's not what it's called. It's called, it's called Alien, Alien Covenant. Covenant, yeah. Yep. Luckily, though, it doesn't have to be just us talking about the previous Alien films. James, shut up. You stop, shut up. Stop talking for one second, <laughs> if you could. If you wouldn't mind, because we've got a special guest. We do. And I'm going to introduce the special guest. I'll be here too. Part of Planet Broadcasting. Yep. A fantastic podcast. It's called Human Ordinary. Yeah. Ira Glass of This American Life has said the writing is spectacular. That's right. I've got his I mean, it says, dot, it says dot, 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 the writing is spectacular, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So who knows what's what's on the other side of those of those dots. But it's, So I could say for an idiot? Or is that... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or like I, I am never going to say about this podcast <laughs> that... The writing is spectacular. The writing is spectacular, yeah. Unless I'm tricked into it. That's it. Absolutely, yeah. Which but you I know did. what? I bloody, I've, I've been listening to it very recently. Yeah. And the writing is spectacular. Absolutely. Don't, don't take the word of... Podcasting superstar, amazing storyteller, Ira Glass. Take the word of this idiot. The writing is, in fact, spectacular. It's a, it's a podcast about people. It's a podcast about culture. Yeah. Super interesting, super insightful. 
It's our friend Sam Loy. Hey, so, hey, Sam. How you going? Yeah, real good. You know, I'm going to have to get my uh, business cards changed now because I've actually got the Ira Glass quote on there. Yes. I've got a better quote now. Yeah. <laughs> but from, a, from a much more sort of well-known and experienced and, uh, and established podcast. Some idiot on the internet. Some yeah. idiot on the internet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the writing is spectacular. Some idiot on the internet. <laughs> That's going to look good. Absolutely. Yeah. So your, your new season, uh. Human Ordinary, covers, uh, I don't know, how, how would you best explain it? Um, well, it's a real fun topic. It's yeah. death. Good, good. Yeah. Uh, so listen, I mean, I call it headstone because the idea is that I start with a headstone. Do you remember Six Feet Under? Were you Six Feet Under watching? I didn't watch a huge amount of it, but I know every it single is, yeah. episode. Did you? Yes. Well, good. Well, yeah. Like every episode started with a death, with and the there death, was like yeah. that title card where it was their name and the dates and mm. all that kind of stuff. Mm. So the idea with a headstone is a similar thing. We sort of start with a with a headstone, and then we explore. Either the person who is buried mm. there or mm. the people who go to visit yep. um, or the industry of funerals and, and death or, or the process of dying and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, so, yeah. I mean, it sounds a bit morbid, but I don't no, try I, to make I didn't it find too that, morbid. I didn't find that at all. I found yeah. it really insightful. And it's, I don't know, I think it's, it's one of these things, well, my family have this obsession with tombstones and history and all that yeah, kind right. of thing. So yeah. it turns out that I also have that from listening to your show. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, nice. And uh, also your previous season, well, your very first episode, which is the one I listened to, you go into the Coburg riots and you talk to both sides. Mm. Follow up uh, season, well, not really season. That's kind of a pre, how would you describe that one? It's like a pre. That, that whole season of yeah. stories? Yeah. I guess it was me kind of like finding my feet. This is yeah. a whole new venture for me, yeah, like yeah. doing this. Like back in the day, I've, I've done some writing, I've done some acting, done some filmmaking, but I never did radio before. I never right. did audio. So I guess it was just me sort of like finding my feet and going, I'm interested in this thing now, so I'm going yeah. to do this. Like I always wanted to do a story that started with uh, a gunshot of the cow being killed, yeah, slaughtered. Right. Yes. And, so, and that's what I did. I did that yeah. one. And then yeah. that led into this big sort of story about like why we eat meat and the uh, yeah. decisions that we make. And it's the kind of, the, the kind of stories where you, know, you, you were interested in radio, but these are the kind of things you can't. You can't put on the radio. You mm. couldn't be like, you know, hey Triple M, uh, hey Triple <laughs> yeah, M. I'm, yeah, totally. If you could move aside your your sport and your and your and your rock and roll and, and squeeze in a thing about how interesting headstones are, people would be like, yeah. absolutely not. But, oh, they'd love it. But with podcasting, you've got the you've got the you, you're free to to go wherever you want, which yeah, is right. Absolutely right. Which is so what's so awesome about podcasting too? Mm, yeah, like you know, provided you can get yourself an audience and. Absolutely. Make it worthwhile, but yeah. you can do yeah. whatever you want. I'm my own boss. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Talk about yeah. all the headstones you want. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to quickly say before we talk about Alien as mm. well, I like for when you go into the Coburg rights and also when you're talking about the impact of eating meat and your personal experience, it is from both sides. So you go and speak to protest protesters from the right and the left and there's kind of, there's idiots on both sides. Like it's, totally. it's an amazing, instead of just going, everything's wrong with the right and you know, they're all racist and whatever. It's, 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 there's a little bit of insight there, which you don't get, I find, with a lot of media outlets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what I'm really interested in, especially when I do stories like that, I'm, and it's in the title of, the, of my podcast, Human Ordinary. So I was like, mm. I'm interested in those ordinary things that we do and we think and that make us human and why mm. we do them. So I'm just as interested in why someone believes that, you know, uh, we should ban all Muslim immigration than I am is interested in someone who supports the exact opposite. Right, know? yeah. I mean, I, of course, have my own views, but mm. it's not about that. I'm interested in the why. Yeah, it's, it's very convenient because James wants to ban all Muslim immigration Correct, yes. and I'm for it. So. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> We're the original oh. odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> so we very thought... Good. 
because you have a great insight into the into the human into the the human experience, we just uh, we just flip it. We just a, flip it on what you. What a segue! That, isn't yeah. it though? That's yeah. a very good segue. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll use your inve- investigative prowess to determine why the alien films are so bad. Or maybe they're not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're, they're not. Well, the yeah. ones that- maybe they're just like not understood. They're yeah. misunderstood. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. the, the first two are, are classics in every sense of the word. Your is it your favorite film franchise? I reckon. Yeah. Uh, you could say Indiana Jones is also mm-hmm. up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, of course, the carry-on films. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's not true. I don't think I've even seen a carry-on film in my life. But, yeah, I reckon yeah, Alien and Indiana Jones, totally. We'll bring you yeah. back for Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, right. yeah. If it ever happens. 2020 or 2019? Yeah. It's going to be like, what, in his mid to late 70s be, or something? Yeah, yeah, like 76, 77. But now. we've recently seen a lot of films that have had some great de-aging technology yeah. in them. Right. So yeah. that, are, that are sort of indistinguishable from yeah. the real thing. Pushing so. for, a, for a little bit of that. Maybe mm. not all of it, but you know. Be so nice. they'll get the guy in that did the uh, 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 Iron Man. Yes, in the, in the yeah. Civil War. I thought you were going yeah. to say they got the. You're going to get the guy from Young Indiana Jones. Remember that TV series? What's his name? It's the guy from Boondock Saints. Is it Sean Patrick Flannery? Sean Patrick Flannery. You're very good. You've just proved your nerd credentials. There we go. This whole thing was a test, and you passed the test. Fantastic. Thanks, Sean. So we've we Mason and I already talked about Alien and Aliens and what fantastic films they are. Today yeah. we're going to talk about Prometheus specifically and Alien yeah. Three. And that being four. said, yeah. do you have a favorite Alien film? Yeah. It's, it's Alien. It's the first. The first right. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I like the. I mean, there's the claustrophobia. I, mm. I dig that. There's so much more at stake. Like mm. Aliens is a fantastic film. It's a war film. Yeah. You got a lot of like cannon fodder, I guess, but. Mm. Alien, I don't know, it's just... And it's the birth of that. It's the birth of the yeah. whole idea of the xenomorph. and mm, 100%, I, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, that's my favorite. And I think it's also probably like the, the purest kind of... Of that of that kind of... Here's his, his HR Giga's like artistic expression and here's mm. the, the purest form before they were like, okay, let's add drop ships and let's add mm. marines and let's add clones and let's add all sorts of stuff. It's just yeah. like, here's this horror and... It's got a mysterious backstory. We don't know what it is, and kind of totally. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah. a lot for like horror films and slasher films, but also sci-fi as well. Like, and you know, obviously, it was like it had it was influenced by Star Wars. That idea of like a used universe. Apparently, Ridley Scott saw that, and you probably mm. know this. But but so much of it, like so much, has stemmed from Alien, and nobody's really kind of replicated it to the same extent. Maybe Pitch Black is quite good. Have you ever seen Pitch yeah, Black? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Pitch Black. Yeah, but yeah, not, everything kind of pales in comparison, yeah. including. Prometheus, <laughs> but so disappointing. I remember you saying a while back, or at the Planet Broadcasting launch, that mm. that was a movie that you went into, and and when you came out initially, you were like, "Oh, that was I quite enjoyed that. It was a it was a good extension of the franchise and whatever." Yeah, but that shifted a bit in you, yeah. No, but it was more that there was self delusion there. It was like it was <laughs> yeah. like because you know, as soon as that movie had been announced, and you see the trailers, it's the same with Covenant. Like I'm just right, like, yeah. this has to be good. Mm. It has to be good because yeah. I love this so much. You know, I mean, I even give the Alien versus Predator films a pass simply because mm. they got the alien in them. <laughs> yep, like, yep. I just, I just love that design. Yeah. And so, with Prometheus, it was like, no, this movie has to be good. So when it finishes, I was like, yeah, it was the best thing ever. I was forgiving all of its faults and all of its flaws. Mm. And luckily, I had a friend there who just sort of looked at me and was like, no, nah, <laughs> yeah, nah. Because I, I think he said something like, yeah, you know, it's not good. Right. right. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's. 
It's not completely devoid of... Like, I think it's there's some quite good moments. It's really mm. well cast. Mm. It's a beautiful looking film. Yeah, yeah, there's totally. There's some very strange plot elements. I, I just, watched it, I just mm. watched it earlier today mm. um, and I, having not seen it since it came out of the, the cinema, I, I finished up and I'm like, well, this is quite, this is quite a competent... It's an, it's an unsurprising, quite competent sci-fi film, but it's, ba- it's barely an alien film. Mm. Like, I didn't mm. feel any, any sense of that claustrophobia. It was just kind of... Well, yeah, some, some, of them, some of the marketing leading up was also Ridley Scott was really cagey about whether it was an alien film or whether it was connected. He kept kind of changing his mind and giving different pieces of information. Mm. And the movie itself, there are links to it, but there's really weird things. Like at the end, there's a z- proto kind of xenomorph, mm. but to what end? Because mm. everybody left the planet. Yeah. And also it doesn't look like a xenomorph. So that would have just yeah. died. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> kind of putting it in there to be like, oh, here is where it all started. But then, all right, well, how does it get from <laughs> yes. that thing that you see to the thing that we all know and love? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was just yeah, some strange moments in it that really I'm confused by. Mm. Like, you know, character motivation is like, why would you do that? Like, with the guy with the snake, yes. it's like, come on. Like, yeah. surely you've seen a cobra before. Yeah. Like, even if this, this is happen. a space cobra, yeah. Yeah. it's flaring its bloody hand. This is not something to smile those, at. Like, yeah. those, those two stooges, one of whom is a geologist mm. who gets lost in a cave. He's, he's <laughs> the one who yeah. maps out the area yeah, as well. exactly, yeah. yeah. And very early on, because they're about to open the door with the severed alien head in it, the what it's called the, the engineer the yeah. engineer mm. and he's like this is not what I signed up for I'm out of here and he immediately gets lost but then they somehow end up back in that room yeah and he's okay with it then yeah totally yeah and, and there's all black stuff everywhere yeah, and it's like hey there's like tar on the ground and the snake and the snake <laughs> and he's not running for. and I don't understand I even watched it recently as well I don't understand why the engineers are so angry yes it's like check Big fella, take a chill pill. Well, I, right? actually, I don't get it. I have an answer to that. Oh, okay. And this was in this is supplementary material that kind of came out after. Mm. And they were going to include this, but they thought it was a bit heavy handed. But basically, they saw the way the Earth was going. Mm. Two thousand, not would have been more than that. The million or so years after they started life, and so they sent back an engineer to kind of show humanity the right way and humanity crucified that engineer and that engineer was Jesus. No way. (laughs) Wow. So that's, I guess that's canon, but uh, that's what, that's the situation. And so was Jesus in the form of one of those big puffy... Yes, Jesus was white and muscular. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Just like most depictions, I guess, or maybe they kind of made him look more human. I I don't don't know, but that's the information that... Right. The, the, or maybe they crafted an android. Maybe he was synthetic. Oh, yeah, human. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they would have known, though, when they put the spear into him, the white stuff. Yeah, that's or, right. Or the, or the, oh, he's or the bleeding milk. milk. Would come out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, but I feel like that that's not a terrible idea. But maybe mm. you want to kind of articulate that in, in the movie. It's a, ter- it's a terrible idea in this universe. Right. Okay. Yeah. This universe we live in. Yes. But also <laughs> the universe of the alien film. Because that's not. Do we. Do, do, I. It doesn't strike like Christian imagery. Doesn't really. No. It doesn't gel with that. Any of that. But there is a kind of mm. bit of world. I don't think, especially in Alien Three. There's a bit of like demonic imagery surrounding the xenomorph. So maybe that was the thinking. Yeah. The Promethe- mm. the, the, okay. The, the, they're not called Prometheuses, are they? The engineers are kind of the <laughs> other side of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But yeah. Yeah. So their idea was what was it to take all that black goo and just dump it on Earth? 
Right. Like, I, and, and then just let it fester yeah, and have fun with We killed their Jesus. Oh, yeah, God. so. <laughs> who, 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 well, our Jesus too. What was, the, what, hang on, what was, their, what was their Jesus supposed to be doing again? It's supposed to be like, hey, guys, this is the right way to go. Don't be a dickhead to each other. Oh. But that would mean they would have impregnated a woman and then have... Virgin that, birth. Yeah, virgin birth, birth, that's right. I'm back on board. <laughs> that, that makes, that's very alien, so now that I think about it. I don't it. know whether this version of Jesus knew he was an alien or, or what. So I, right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. What about the 12 disciples too? Are they engineers? Or? <laughs> These are all questions that I don't have the answers to. But maybe that's what they're, they're going to explore more in uh, Alien. Because apparently Alien... It's not isolation. Covenant. Covenant is will explain more of the a lot of the questions from right. Prometheus. I feel right. after the right. movie comes out and we review the movie, you're only going to remember the word covenant. Like anytime you <laughs> anytime you stuck for a word in your life, just covenant just is going to come out. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, also, I did the, this. Also, the 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 Prometheus universe is too clean. Like it's it's not a comparatively mm. comparatively it's not mm. that it's not that used dirty disgusting future but, yeah that's true but actually, I guess yeah. that it's it's like a it's like a billion dollar yeah trillion dollar ship or what have yeah you. exactly so, but it is still and the first mm. one's like a mine but again it didn't, it didn't ship. feel like the alien universe it felt like a generic where we're off exploring exploring space and we found a generic planet with generic aliens in it and yeah. generic cobra creatures and I mean it would be interesting to view that film again. Mm. And to have no connection to Alien. Yeah. Wonder whether your perception of the film would actually change. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Mm. I can't do it. Something to think about. <laughs> I did. It's hard to do. So, so to, look, to, to watch this today, I was at work and I Googled uh, just watch Prometheus online right, for free. Yeah. And the first, like, there's a, there's a put locker link for it. And whoever's uploaded it has put this little description of Prometheus. I wonder if you guys would, like, would agree with this. Sure. Right. The, the sentiments say. here. Um. As you could visualise, this film is quite scary. <laughs> Agreed, probably? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I discovered Parts. a number of the action scenes in Police Academy 6 really startling, but let me <laughs> let you know, several of the scenes in Prometheus take soiling yourself to an entire new level. And it's simple to see why. The film capability is three from the most frightening things known to man. Space aliens, dark caves and mysterious ooze. You're not wrong. <laughs> Those three. <laughs> I'm not finished. Ooze. When the crew in the Prometheus entered that scary old dark cave, I could barely hold of my Fanta with fright. <laughs> Fanta? Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. Look, and, and, and like take soiling yourself to new levels. Yeah. Really, I think there's there's like soiling yourself and yes. not soiling yourself. <laughs> exactly. There's no kind of like radiation. You're right, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we've just not been scared to that point. Yeah, yeah. We lives. need to find out Prometheus. One day, yeah. yeah. Mm. God. One thing that I found, find really baffling about this movie... And they kind of explain it because there's the supplementary material with a young Guy Pearce. Mm. But why would you cast Guy Pearce, put him in really not great old man makeup, and then not see him young? Like, yeah. I just think, just yeah. cast an old man. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, old man makeup so rarely looks good. It's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. And this is this is no exception. My assumption mm. was always that at some point they'd do a prequel to this prequel. Oh, God. Another trilogy and he'd be, of films. He'd be young Guy Pierce as young yeah. Wayland, I Maybe guess. that's a plan. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know. There is a viral video with him talking about exploring space and. See, I don't and like whatever. any of this. I don't. Yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about this? Because, uh, Sam, the, the Alien Covenant uh, is coming out soon. Mm. Uh, but they've released like three clips, like. like Oh yeah, I think it's supplementary material that's on YouTube of like meeting the crew and the crew have a have a bonding experience and Mm. the crew go out and catch butterflies or whatever. But 
Like that's not none of that's going to be in the film. And oh you sort right. Of, and you sort of have to like these. These are meant to like you were supposed to feel, you know, when all the crew inevitably get murdered in the movie, you're supposed to be like, oh, remember when they had that bonding experience? Remember when they were all right, on the right, bridge and right. having and playing playing cards or whatever? But if you haven't seen that, then... Yeah, yeah. well, totally. If it can't be in the context of the movie, then, mm. well, that's not in the movie. Yeah. I guess. I, I'm not against that, but I just feel... This guy. Uh, if, well, <laughs> I just think... It, <laughs> Because trailers show too much, so maybe doing a bit of a kind of a prequel short film. I'm, I'm okay with that unless it kind of spoils a surprise in the movie. Yeah. Or the movie doesn't make sense if you haven't seen that. Yeah. Because mm. remember there was, for the marketing for Prometheus, one of them was like a, a like a like basically a future advertisement for David, mm. what David yeah, can do. That. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. it, it tells you about the universe, but it doesn't tell you specifically about the story. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, but, it, it, but if I go into that movie and then go, well this would make zero sense if I hadn't have seen yeah. that, then yeah, that's... But I, I feel I might go into this, having, if I hadn't seen those, those, that supplementary, those clips, I might go into the movie and everybody gets killed and I feel nothing for these characters, <laughs> but I would have had I seen mm. the, the supplementary right, yeah. stuff, in which case, put it in the film. Yeah, fair enough. I certainly didn't feel much about the characters in Prometheus. No. No, no like, right. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and the, what's his name in the film? The Logan Marshall Green. The not Tom Hardy guy. Yeah. The not... <laughs> It's a poor man's Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's yeah very right. Poor. Um, like he's he's not a very nice guy. I don't like him at all. So I, like, so when he dies, it's sort of like ah oh, yeah, all right. Well, it's all right. Kind of deserved it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, right. But he his whole story arc is bizarre because he wants to go there and he's like, we're going to find new life. We're going to find who created us, and they find those things. But mm. he's very upset about it. Mm. Yeah, true. What because yeah, yeah, think because he wanted to meet them, and right? Okay. Talk to them. I think that I did pick that one up. Yeah, but, I guess yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. But you still like he even says it is the most significant find from human history. Mm. But he's still like oh, it's, we would have liked to have a conversation. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Shut up. Yeah. You annoying person with a worm in your eye. Yeah, worm in your eye. Yeah. yeah. You know that I mean the thing that I think for me sums it up is that Alien the first one, the setup is essentially, you know, a, a crew of miners or whatever they were, a salvage team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Answer a distress a distress call on a alien planet, and there's a nasty there. Yes, mm. done. Aliens, Marines go back to that same planet where there's other colonists there, and there's nasties there. Done. Mm. And then when she start moving into Alien Three, the contrivance of the film, the setup, <laughs> yeah. becomes more and more elaborate. Yeah. Until you, uh, until you reach like Alien Resurrection, and it's like, oh yeah, we found some blood, <laughs> and we cloned Ripley from the blood. And she still had a queen alien inside her, and now we're breeding other aliens. It's like, what? Yeah. Jesus, what are you talking about? Do you think it would would have been better to step away from using Ripley in all these movies to kind of to kind of go a simpler premise? Because that was some of the idea, some of the initial ideas for Alien Three. Yeah. To do a sequel with uh, Hicks and Bishop and some Ripley. Yep. And then four, there was talk about even having a clone of Newt. Yep. And that, and it would be like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer kind of character, but then people are like, eh, but oh, it's right. not Ripley, so because Joss yeah. Whedon wrote four, yeah, so that, that's I guess that was the thinking there, but yeah, look, I, Alien Three, fine, like I don't mind that. I would have loved to have seen Hicks again, sure, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was young, I loved Michael Biehn. Yeah, he's like the best. Agreed. Um, so more Hicks would have been fantastic, but once she's dead. Mm. Don't bring it back. Yes. That's just, that's <laughs> stupid. How does she die? She jumps into a, a, a lava pit. Love, yeah. Vat yeah. of molten steel or whatever, She has the right? Terminator 2 death. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's very Christ-like as well. It certainly of, is. Yeah. So I think in the yeah, the, she does. She falls back with her arms out like that, and the sort of the crucifixion pose. So mm. does anybody know why Alien Three is the way it is? Like why? Because we because because um, Newt and and Hicks die. In their off pods, screen. off screen, mm. on, in their pods, yeah. prior to the start of the film. Do we know why? There was a whole lot of script changes. There was a lot of kind of Ripley's, sorry, Sigourney Weaver's in and out. There was budget yep. concerns. They spent $7 million on sets they didn't use. They spent a shit ton of money before the movie even started mm. filming. I mean, yeah. we can't use this amusement park <laughs> set anymore. Well, the, the one that I read, this is amazing. The, one of the original sort of treatments for Alien 3 was where they land on a completely manufactured wooden planet mm. in yes. space. Oh, wow. With yeah. monks, is that With right? With monks. Yeah. yeah. Like how bizarre. It's like someone's built a fort in, in space. <laughs> like bizarre. Wow. So, like so they, they, they built some of the sets for that and then it's like, oh, yeah, we can't use these. So mm. I think they sort of adapted some. But, you know, and I mean, directed by David Fincher and apparently the, the, the story goes is that him and the studios just like butted heads yeah. and how he disowns the film. Yeah. Mm. But what an amazing film it would have been had he... What if he was able to sort of realise his vision? Hundred percent. And I guess he was a, he was an up and coming director, but to see the kind of person that he's developed into, it, it's a massive shame that totally, he, yeah, that he because yeah. there's the assembly cut of Alien Three, which he's like, I'm not, mm. I'm, he doesn't, he's taken his name off it and and all that kind of thing. He really soured by the experience. And even Michael Bean was saying, it's a shame that because Michael Bean got more money for having his picture in that film than he did for Alien Aliens. <laughs> because he, he was really upset about being killed off. He's like, I've got to use my image. I want X number of million dollars or, or whatever. But then he, when David Fincher turned out to be David Fincher, he was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that because uh, right. I could have been in David Fincher films yeah. forever. So right, right, I right. could have been Tyler Durden. He could have been Tyler Durden. Yeah. 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 Nah, it's pretty a bit old for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, real, real shame. Fincher's probably definitely my top two or three director. Okay. Absolutely. So... To like, and even to rewatch Alien Three, I don't know if you can see anything of Fincher in there, but yeah, mm. I actually do think Alien Three is a little underrated. I think it's all right. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Have you? Because you were talking about as well. You watched, tried to watch it recently. You tried to watch the original one. You couldn't find a, a copy of it. There's mm. only the the assembly. Only, cut. Yeah, the assembly cut. Yeah, yeah. where there's the alien comes from an an ox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, not right. a dog. Not like a when dog, they, yeah. This scene starts and they're bringing this ox in and I'm like, oh, this is new. Oh, right, this is fun. And then the alien bursts from its chest. I'm going, oh, this, mm. is, this is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. This is really, really odd. Did yeah. you see it at the cinema? Uh, the, uh, the first time, yeah. Alien 3. I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. I think I saw. I know I saw. Um, I saw Alien Resurrection at the drive-in. Oh, very good. Down to Oh, yeah. Wow. It's still so. No, it's still Rosebud. He's Rosebud. Yeah, yeah. it's it's close, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I'm. I'm in agreement with you. I think there are some good ideas in Alien Three. It's just a shame. I would have definitely preferred the Hicks movie. Mm. And but there are some elements in it where that I kind of like the idea that. Whatever the alien gets birthed into is takes on the characteristics of that animal. Yeah, I mean it's not very ox-like; it's more dog-like. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's the thing as well. Bizarre. Yeah, yeah. You expect it to be a lot bigger and yeah. bulking if it was ox-like, but the, yeah. There's a Batman comic where one comes out of a crocodile and it's just this giant-looking. It's, it's it's like two stories high. I don't know. I don't know why. What that, alien like, is in Batman? Uh, no, sorry. There's an alien. There's Batman versus aliens. The comic where he goes to the jungle and <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a there's a a comic book company called Dark Horse. Yeah, and they they're very famous for like they 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 
li- sort of license out various characters and just have them fight each other. Oh, right. So there's like that's cool. Eh? There's Alien versus well, there's you know they 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 kicked off Alien versus Predator. Yeah, that was a comic book series before it was movies. Right, and then they went let's do Superman versus Aliens. Let's do Batman versus Predator. Let's which do- is great by the way. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> good actually. Yeah, right. Yeah, which- are they the ones that did Predator versus Kevin McAllister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that was that's all us, baby. That's yeah. But then. There's some stuff in Alien 3, like even the special effects of the alien alien itself, they don't hold up very well. Mm. We've talked about this before. Yeah, that's the bad yeah. green screen It's in puppet that. on green screen and it's very noticeable. The light catches it differently than it does the room itself. Yeah, 100%. There's some good practical stuff when you see it up close, mm. but, but yeah. Yeah, I know, and it's a real letdown mm-hmm. of that. It's, as, soon as, as soon as those effects become poor you just get removed from yeah. it like yeah. i mean it loses its menacing quality if like you can yeah. see how fake it is yeah mm. if yeah i i feel like uh special effects artists they they grow in confidence mm. and sometimes they they outgrow their skills like so you know in in the first alien they're like okay we'll sh- we'll show what we can show yeah we won't yeah overreach but in this one they're like no, nah, it'll look it'll look good enough mm. yeah it's yeah. gonna look great we're, yeah we're, we're so we're so ahead of the game with this alien you know, makeup and prosthetics mm. and stuff. We'll just, we'll just put it out on the screen and it'll be fine. It won't be fine. It won't be fine. <laughs> it won't be, it won't be, and it be wasn't no fine. Mm. Yeah. Well, I did read that they originally had tested like a dog in, yeah. in an alien <laughs> suit. But then they were worried that it looked stupid. I was like, well. Have you seen that footage? I was trying no. to find it just before this. Yeah. It's hilarious. Really? It's like a whippet. With like bits <laughs> glued to it. And it's just kind of trotting along. Uh-huh. Like it's it's the most... <laughs> I mean, kudos for trying, but it's not good in right. any way. I have, I have seen right. a video of a dog dressed as a spider that just that just pranks people. Oh, I've <laughs> seen that. Yeah, That's it's good, right? Ads. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. dear. Oh god. Just getting back to Prometheus, just quickly. Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> so the surgery scene is quite good as a horror scene. Mm. Yeah. The mm. the bit where she removes the weird squid from her yeah. from her stomach. That's. That's legitimately frightening and gory and ter- yeah. terrifying. Would, would anyone else agree with that? Yeah, I'd, just, I'd, yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got a lot of criticism as well. I was hearing people, oh, how could she, you know, run around after she's had that surgery done? I was like, well, yeah, they're also, like the film's set on a distant planet, <laughs> yeah, like right. light years away, and they've been sleeping for two years. But sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, <laughs> she's got a cut belly, so we're, the film's crap. Yeah, that's it, exactly. And the other bit that a lot of people have picked up on is when the alien ship is rolling and they're all mm. just kind of running away from it. Yeah, that is stupid, <laughs> Just ju- jump to the side. That is One of them so does. stupid. Yeah. yeah, but not until she falls over and then she's like looking at it and goes, oh, hang on, I'll just roll to the side. And it's like, problem solved. That is silly. Yeah. See, and it's those things. And I, I really am starting to dislike movies where characters will like commit suicide, you know, for, for, for whatever reason. You're talking about the ship crashing? I'm talking about the ship crashing. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, they set the scene up with Idris Elbar's character, and he's the captain, and, you know, kudos to him, mm. where that becomes justified. Because in yes. a previous scene, like, he says something like, I will do anything to stop this getting leaving the planet. Oh. Yeah. But what about his two buddies? Exactly. You know, <laughs> like, like, if I was one of them, I'd be like, nah, mate, you know, yeah. that's all right. He even gives them an out. He's like, you should go. And they're like, nah, yeah. you don't need to be there. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I think he says like, oh, you're a crap pilot. It's like, well, no, he's, he's, this is actually the job for a crap pilot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, you got to crash into yeah. another thing. He was born for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that, that also, like, it's seeing 
a waste of those characters as well is because I like all three of those guys. One mm. of them is in Sunshine, which is one of my favorite films. Oh, I love Sunshine. See, there you yeah. go, Mason. Sunshine's awesome. <laughs> have, you, yeah. have you seen it? Or I have you, seen it. It's not oh, a but fair. you don't like Look, it. it's fine. <laughs> no, it's gold, that film. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Well, Benedict Wong, isn't it? He's the yes. One, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And what's strange about the ending as well, which I'm actually, I'm okay with the, the ending where they go to find the, they're not called Prometheuses, they're called Engineers. <laughs> it's, it's the same ending. Have you ever seen Mission to Mars with Gary Sinise? Yeah. So he's- Oh, he's yeah, the alien, yeah. Yep, I have seen He it. does the same thing. He yeah. flies off to, to meet, meet the makers, probably to better results, I'd imagine. <laughs> so for memory, that was a, a lot more amicable sort of meeting there, yes. wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Didn't like lift him up and rip his head off. <laughs> no. <laughs> and about that, like, I mean, if you're saying like the engineers are all like Christ-like and they try and teach us through Jesus- mm. Then when he gets a bit shirty, he rips buddy F.R. Spender's head off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then wax guy, old guy Pierce with it. It's like, well, it's not very Christ-like. No, it's not really, is it? No. I mean, it's been 2,000 years. Maybe maybe yeah. his teachings have, you know, changed, you know they've, they've changed in the retelling yeah. a few times. Maybe is like turn the other cheek, cheek and I'll hit you, with a, yeah. with a, <laughs> hit you with, with a an android head. body. Yeah. yeah. I, I took that as, well, actually, I found out what he says. Fassbender says to him, the, this man is here because he does not want to die. He believes you can give him a more. He believes he can give him more life. Right. He, I guess the idea is that he sees that as an affront to humanity or, or whatever. Mm. Like you know, we only get a certain. You know, you only get one chance, and if you blow it, you get beaten to death with an android head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Seems, seems fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also think there's a mistake in the way they handle David because he's part bishop, but he's part. What's the first? The, Ash. Yeah. Mm. Like he's. And I think those motivations become more clear in the follow-up. But yeah, mm. I don't know. I'm not really sure what his end game is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And that and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, what is his goal? Because he is seeming. Well, I mean, he, he infects that one guy, and then he's all fairly cavalier about when she's got the thing, the squid in her belly. It's yes. like, oh, you're yeah. pregnant. You know, isn't this great? You yeah. Know? <laughs> so he's obviously he's clearly not very nice. He's clearly sinister. But yeah, we don't know why. Yeah. Like, and it's and it's obviously because of Wayland. But then why does he care? Like, what's he trying to do? Yeah. It's the thing with this yeah. freaking movie. It's like, you're yeah. just like, why are these people doing the things that they're doing? Mm. And well, run sideways. Run yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because Waylon's like, listen, I, we're, I'm spending a trillion dollars to, you know, to, to regenerate my body and, and live forever. But also, if you can get some alien samples, if you can get, you know, if you get a little thing, if you yeah. impregnate a few people with the alien, why not? I, I feel know. like Earth's technology is kind of at that point. It's about as good as the alien technology anyway. Mm. Because they're keeping people in, alive in pods and there's robots. You could probably put a human brain in one of those. You can, there's cloning. Maybe that's, well, alien force <laughs> set 200 years after whatever. It, mm. doesn't, it doesn't. But but unfortunately, you can have like a medical station that can do operations, but only on men. That's right. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> I like Why does Charlize Theron have it then? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it's not for her. It's for her father. Yeah, still. Yeah. What do you think of that twist? <laughs> you didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so for Alien 3, mm. David, I don't know how to say his name, Tuhi? Yeah, he, yeah. He wrote a script that was thrown out. A lot of scripts were written and then disregarded, and he used a lot of those ideas for Pitch Black. So I guess that makes sense uh, why those movies. I okay. think Pitch Black is a pretty solid... Alien, yeah. alien film like yeah. it could you change the the aliens and they fit pretty well in that's true in that universe i find and also the hungarian title for that film translates to alien colon final solution colon death <laughs> <laughs> which kind of gives away the ending yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is that? That's Pitch Black's Hungarian. Title. No, sorry, that's Alien Three. Alien Three. Right, title, okay. yeah, mm, right. yeah. Final solution. That's that's a bit Nazi imagery. Isn't it, it is a bit. Yes. <laughs> Deary me. Yeah. Do you think Alien Three benefits from taking away the weapons and going back to basics? Well, this the thing I was thinking about today. It's like it is a bit of a cross between Aliens and Alien. Yeah. Because yeah, you do. You got a similar setup. Although maybe the contrivance, because they can't go outside because of like long nights and they're really cold. So I think at one stage it's like, yeah, they can't go outside because it's 40 degrees below and right. and it won't be day for like two days or something gotcha. like that. Yep. So they keep them inside in that respect, but then in a confined space mm. with no weapons, so that's alien. But yep. then they give more fodder, more beast fodder, um, which I guess makes it aliens. You yes. Know? Although, but they're still just the one alien. So, so, one, yeah. so yeah, I dig that. I think that's probably why I enjoy it mm. more. Yeah. Yeah. Did you identify with any of the characters? Not. I'm not saying you're a rapist. <laughs> just because that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, you know, in Alien and Aliens, you kind of you get attached to certain characters. Yeah. Like I love uh, even the cowardly one from Aliens. What's his name? Uh, the guy Bill, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton plays. That's still say Bill <laughs> Pullman. But I find with Aliens, Alien Joker. Three. Joker? No. What? I'm thinking of Full Hudson. Metal Jacket. Hudson. Hudson. Yes, yeah. that's the one, yeah. yeah. Like there's characters there you can identify with, but I think mm. Alien 3 is lacking that. And I think that might be yeah. script changes because you don't really know which of these guys you're supposed to kind of yeah. like. Yeah, that's very true actually. That's mm. that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Probably because, and yeah, there is so many of them. Because I guess Aliens benefits from, they kill off half, at least half of the Marines like in that first attack kind mm. of scene so they spend all the time before it's setting up just the main ones yeah that, that you are going to follow but maybe with their alien three yeah they don't spend much time. they spend an awful amount of time on a silly subplot i think it's a bit silly with ripley getting the kid off and getting oh, some right, business okay, yeah. getting some action it's like all right i can yeah. understand why you want to get some sure, action yeah, but yeah. it's been a while but I don't know, really? Is this what this is about? I don't know if it also it has been a while. I think they're set in the same year. So mm. Aliens and Alien 3 are set in the same year, potentially weeks apart, yeah. days apart. So, so you know, knows? she went into cryosleep, mm. hot for Hicks, yes. woke up and he's dead, but she's still got a Jones for some, <laughs> sure, some bones. Yeah. And yeah, it's maybe, nice. maybe that's what happened. It's very possible. Yeah. But also, that, was the ta- that was the tagline for the film. She's still got a Jones for the bones. <laughs> But also, this movie, that movie also doesn't really line up with aliens because how did an alien egg get on the ship? Mm-hmm. That's not really yep. clear because the queen never gets inside of that ship to put the egg there. So it's kind of something exactly. you, you have to overlook to kind of... That's right. And that's the contrivance as mm. well. You know, that's like, oh, we've got to force this film into existence mm. and therefore we need to do this. And that's disappointing. Like, yeah. surely... The, all the money that they throw at screenwriters, yeah. they couldn't have just come up with something a little bit better. Yeah. Mm. But it is one of those, like often movies like this never really turn out well where there's 12 people who've had a shot at the script and, yeah. and mm, the, yeah. when it eventually comes together, it's... Yeah, and then they're like, oh, well, we like that scene here and we like this from script A and we like the one from script T, so we'll just mash those two scenes together and then we'll have then we'll build a bridging scene there and then it just turns into a... Yeah, just a, just a mess, a big yeah. old mush. Big yeah, old mush. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it turns into what we have. Yeah. That's it. yeah, you know what though? I do like about the movie as well is that there's that ticking time bomb in Ripley. Yeah, so there is that sense of urgency where she's going to have to go back into stasis or do something because we've mm. never seen one be safely removed at that point, as far as I know. So, no. so yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I kind of like that element of it. And then the real bishop turns up, or the grandson of the real bishop, even though the real bishop is in Alien versus Predator, which might not be in continuity. You know, Lance Hendrickson's yeah, in that as well. Right. Yeah, I so. That. <laughs> I was always confused by that because I was certain that that was another droid. And yes. because there's even a scene, like when he gets hit, his ear, his ear comes off. <laughs> yeah, yes. Just about. It's like hanging by a tendril. Yeah. And, but I was watching it last night. And in the special edition, and there's like an extra line where he's like, I am human. And you see a blood yes. coming out from the... the it's not milk squirting out of yeah. his ear. Yeah. So, I'm like, so I'm awfully confused because now I'm, I'm back to his ear. It's like, yeah. why is his ear hanging off like yeah. that? Very, very bizarre. Yeah, it's yeah. totally bizarre stuff. Yeah. Should we talk about Alien 4 though? Yeah, let's do yeah. that. So yeah. a, a, a misconception of this movie is that they took Joss Whedon's script and they changed it completely. Yeah. But from him himself, he said his dialogue, action and plot were essentially intact. However, he'd written it with a playful tongue-in-cheek tone, which didn't work when the directors decided to play it straight. Right. So everything that he... He said a lot of the a lot that's wrong with the movie is the execution. Mm. So like even the casting, he said, Brad Dourif plays a scientist mm. and that scientist was supposed to be ambiguous whether he would go crazy or he was helpful. But but he said, when you cast Brad Dourif, he <laughs> yeah. looks like an insane person. Yeah. Yeah. He was in Mississippi Burning as a terrible racist. Yeah, so. well, and he's like one of his first roles was in One Flew Over the Cookies. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, there you yeah. go. so what do you, so he said there's a lot of what he did you know, it was kind of translated poorly and, and it and it doesn't work. But mm. I don't think if you did this as a Joss Whedon kind of movie, I don't even know whether that would particularly work. No. No. There'd be, a lot of act, there'd be a lot of teen angst for some reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ripley, Ripley's cloning procedure wouldn't have been finished. She would have come back as teen Ripley. That's right. Well, that <laughs> was one of the ideas. Oh, the, the, the newt clone yeah. running about. So mm. Yeah, but no, I mean, because there's not much light... And humor in any of the films up to that point. No. So no, to yeah. completely do this about face would just be odd. Yeah, I mm. and I guess I guess the idea was he. I, well, he's had his his ideas compared to Firefly, which he didn't realize. But he's like, oh no, they do have a lot of similarities. This kind of yeah. ragtag group, group space pirates or whatever. Yep. And I think that's what he was going for. Uh-huh. But you end up kind of not really, again, like with Alien 3, not really identifying with any of them, except Ron Perlman, who's great. In we, we, I, I relate to him on the, just the Ron Perlman level. Yeah, like, that's totally. he good. Isn't he great yeah. stuff? That's yeah. right. Mm. But there's even bits like, you know, the guy in, in the wheelchair, mm. he doesn't speak English or he didn't at the time. Mm. And that's very noticeable. Because all his lines look like he's been fed them and then he's just saying them phonetically. Yeah. Like that Santa Claus line. You know, yeah. It's like, and apparently he, that original line was Easter Bunny and he kept saying Eastern Bunny. So they had to change <laughs> it to Santa Claus. Right. So, yeah. Because yeah, I think, because um, the director, uh, Jean-Pierre Genoux or whatever, mm. is, is big time. Yeah. These are really a delicatessen, City Lost Children and all mm. that, so big time. I think he always uses Dominic Pignon. Yes. And, and Ron Perlman. He always oh, really? Uses, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that, Ron yeah. Perlman was in, he was in City of Lost Children. Is he in Amelie? No. <laughs> no, he's not. I do um, like Amelie. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, City of Lost Children is great. Yeah. I haven't seen that. He plays this big sort of like hulking brute. Called- Does he speak, speak French? In the, I don't know about in real life in the yeah, film, but he does in the film. Yeah, but I guess he does in the film. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. but he plays like a like a bodyguard for uh, like a young girl. So I can't remember how much dialogue he actually has. Okay, but, yeah. But the perfect name for Ron Perlman, his name's One. 
<laughs> that's it. That's all you need. W-O-N? Or no, w- as in the number. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's, that's him. Uh, he's, he's the one. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But, okay, okay, there are some things that I kind of like about this movie, mm. though. It's kind of fun. You, you guys dropped in when I was still watching it. But I'm yeah. like, oh, I get it. I've seen it before. Yeah, uh-huh. totally. I don't like the hybrid. That's, I don't like the design, mm-hmm. for one. Do you have a fact about that? The, the hybrid, didn't they CGI out certain parts of... <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently the, the original version of that, like they were like, let's make it the most terrifying way we can. Mm. So let's give it both male and female, like visible genitals. That is frightening. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, and the, then they had to... And then out, I guess they? test audiences did not care for it, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it had to had to go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, and it's but it's just weird. Yeah, it's not, and it's not really explained either. Like I don't understand how that comes to be. No, like that mm. thing. I don't think it's a Giga design either. I'm, f- no. I'm fairly certain it's not. No, it hasn't got much phallic imagery, <laughs> yeah, especially after exactly, yeah. test audience after they bloody muted it for yeah. the mainstream media. That's right. Oh. At work mm. again. Yeah. I like the Ripley clone room. It's kind of mm. it's it's that's a genuinely spooky, yep. horrific uh-huh. yeah. scene. Like we're all they've she's number eight of all the other clones that they've they've made, and she's visibly affected by that. I, mm. I think that's a pretty good kind of horror yeah. element element to yeah, add. Totally. Yeah, totally. I, I dig how they the aliens escape, like yes. that, that whole thing as well. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then when they start sort of killing people around, it's uh, yeah. You know, one thing I was thinking about if you watch all of the. Alien films, especially Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. The aliens seem too dependent upon the inner mouth. There's too many <laughs> inner mouth deaths. Yep. You know, it's like uh-huh. just about everyone. It's like, oh, come on, do yeah. something else. Use your hands. Yeah. Use your tail more. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. Yeah. Like you would the, think in, evolution, in, in an evolutionary sense, the inner mouth would be bigger than the outer mouth. <laughs> if you use the, the outer mouth so little. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, mm. yeah what, what's up with that? So, yeah. anyway, that's, that's something I noticed today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, there are some good things in that. Yeah. How do you feel about the... Uh, Ripley beats everybody at basketball, so. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Three, so three weeks of training, I just yeah. read on IMDb. Well, that's the, weeks. yeah. Have you, have you seen, Sam, have you seen the, there's a behind-the-scenes featurette on that? Yeah. In the, she, she defeats them all and she shows them up as being the ultimate, you know, the ultimate woman or what have you, mm. and then she, she throws the basketball behind her and, and gets it in yeah. like, full court. Yeah. Like, that's a real shot. Yeah, nice. Um, but, uh, like, you, ca- you can't quite... Like it, the 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 unfortunate part about it is the ball goes out of frame, right? Yeah. Like it go, it disappears out of frame, uh, and then it goes in. So, and even then, you can CGI that. So even if it was real, I would yeah. just assume that it, that it wasn't. Also, yeah. it doesn't right. really matter. It adds that's nothing. Re- yeah, that's, 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 no, true. that's true. But there actually, is a but yeah. there there's there's she gets it in, and there's not quite enough time to cut away from Ron Perlman being really excited that she gets it in. There's just one frame of Ron Perlman like, yeah. It's very good. Oh, that's gold. I've got to see that. Yeah. Yeah. i got to see that on the YouTubes. That's on the YouTubes, all right, yeah. All right, I'm going to check that out. Do you guys like this version of Ripley, the newer version? Because the, the she's got her characteristics. She's got memories but and some characteristics, but she's a, she's a bit more animalistic. Yeah, uh, she's as she's a little bit older. It's very it's very Joss Whedon secondary character. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. That's, I have good. no idea what that means. <laughs> oh, like like in all in all, in in a lot of his shows, there's a there's a character that doesn't you know there it, it's a woman and she doesn't she's quite stoic and she doesn't speak a lot, but she's right. got she's got the skills and she's got the enhanced yeah. strength and you know. Right, yeah. just just full of surprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And boy, is she! But I don't know. I I feel 
I don't know. I, I much prefer a, a Ripley that's surviving on grit and, and tenacity as opposed to yeah. Yeah. just being able, able to rip an alien in half. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And, but it's, there's also in that film, there's a bit of sympathy that she seems, like affinity that she has with yeah. them as well, yeah. which is just, it's just a bit weird. I mean, because she's the, the enemy of these creatures. Yes. She has been all along and now there's... Yeah, there's this little bit of, you know, oh, they're not so bad. Yeah, that's right. You know, And she does feel that remorse when she sucks that alien, which I guess is her kid. Out, yeah. Out the hole, which is a pretty good death. I that, that is, is, it's, is <laughs> awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was saying to you before, like, you know, now that I'm, I'm a dad, like my as daughter's- As a dad. As a, as a dad. <laughs> as a dad. As a father. <laughs> That whole scene affected me in a way that I had never had imagined. I've seen that movie a, a few times, but watched it the other day, and I was that scene. It's screaming to her to yeah, like exactly. to help. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, oh no, oh her kids. I feel we should introduce a new segment in future called "As a Father," <laughs> and and we will review what film and just maybe it's just some dumb action film, and then you have to segue into. But as a father, I think this. <laughs> You can get guests in, it'll be great. Absolutely yeah. we can. Yeah, yeah. you can become friends with more dads. Oh, that's my dream, isn't it? Yeah. I, totally I, I was talking work. about the other week, I don't like other dads. And this doesn't apply to you or Levens. <laughs> I was talking about like the dad in the park that's like, he comes sidles oh. up to it, he's like, best job in the world. And you're like, get <laughs> out of here, mate. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but do you ever get those those nods? Oh, yeah. If you have the dad nods. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Especially when I'm out walking. And I give the nods, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to be like, he's the bird, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah Wait, what does exactly. the nod mean? Does the nod mean... Just kind of like dad. We're, we're doing yeah. dad yeah. Dads, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. right. You just acknowledge that I'm a father, you're a father. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fathers. We're fathers. Fathers. Yeah. Though I was working with my friend Joe the other day. Well, I was walking my kid in the pram and someone drove past and yelled out, Homosexuals! <laughs> It wasn't like, you faggot. It was just like, it wasn't even mean. It was just kind of like, fact of like, it was just, yeah, it was very bizarre. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah maybe it's just like pointing to things yeah, that he sees. Yeah. Go, tree, <laughs> car, um, homosexuals. As a father, maybe he was pointing you guys out to his children. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. homosexual son. You, yeah, you're good, good at this, Mason. Yeah, I know, right? I could be a dad. Uh so Very good. Sigourney Weaver got apparently $11 million for this movie. That's obscene. They said, she said they she, they drove a dump truck full of money up to her and yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't like she wasn't a big kind of star at that point either. I'd imagine the demand for her wasn't probably as high, you know, in the in the late 90s. She did. That's when she was at her peak though, wasn't it? Like, but like I'm talking about compared to the 80s. Oh, you know okay. I mean? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah sure. And she's certainly had a resurgence in recent years. But the only yeah. other movie I can kind of remember from that era, which is legitimately good, is Galaxy Quest, which is really, that really is good. That is a good in. movie. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was good. That was a bit... No, what Resurrection was like, what, 97, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So I think Galaxy Quest was like 99. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was very good. And some of the other directors considered were Peter Jackson, who turned it down. Right. Which I think would have, he probably would have done a pretty good job. Yeah. Danny Boyle, Sunshine, fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Paul W.S. Anderson, who ended up doing... Oh, God, Alien Evil. And Alien V Predator, the yeah. first one. Yeah. <laughs> which I maintain is an okay film. It's fine. The first one. Yeah. Yeah. But only... The, I don't like the ways in which it kind of like screws around with the mythology. Yeah. Like, like so you've got all those people with the face huggers on their face and then the, the chest burster comes out like, you know, the next scene. It's like, yeah. no, it's not how it happens. How fast <laughs> do they grow? I don't even, I don't know how they... <laughs> well, like, I mean, in Alien, it seems like 
it is actually pretty quick. Like when hours. When you think of it. Yeah, yeah like hours. Go after the facehugger drops off because mm. then it's like, it seems like it's his next meal. Yes. Mm. So... Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, um, I don't know. Maybe AVP got it right. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <that's laughs> yeah. yeah. And you love Requiem, don't you? Or not love, you kind of don't mind Requiem. I think it's kind of interesting. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of dumb, fun, suburban horror film, yeah. except it's got Predators in it. So yeah, yeah. totally. So enjoy that. Yeah. So are you are you more a Predator man or an I alien I think I am, man? yeah. More a Predator yeah. man? Predator's yeah. a really good movie. Which yeah. yeah, and Predators and Predators is great as Predators well. Predators is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're doing uh, Shane Black's doing Predator. I don't know what it, his one is called, but there's a he's doing a Predator movie for next year. The guy did. What's the last one he did? The the nice guys. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he, I think that'll be because he wrote the first Predator. He's in it as well. Oh yeah, so, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. I want to float something with you though before we Do it. kind of wrap up this uh, wrap up Alien Talk 2017. <laughs> nice. Uh, what do you think of the idea that it's kind of been killed, but uh, somebody else is going to make a new Alien Three where Bishop is back? Sorry, uh, Hicks is back. Bishop and and Ripley. Have you heard about this? Is this no? This is Neil Blomkamp's yes. one, right? Yeah. yeah. Ridley Scott's kind of killed it. Yeah. But I guess depending on how well Covenant, I got it right, is mm-hmm. uh, is received. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 there's a good chance we won't see it. But would you mm. rather would you rather see that than like ten more Prometheus sequels? Do I have to choose? Because I yes. really don't. Oh, <laughs> damn. Then, oh, that's a difficult choice. I mean, as a father, that's like <laughs> ah, he's done it again to choose between children. <laughs> like I, no, I'm going to say I would rather see Blomkamp's one only yeah. because I think that Blomkamp is. Is like at the height of his powers at the moment, yeah. and Ridley Scott not so much, right? Yeah, and that I was disappointed enough with Prometheus and not carrying on the the mythology and the lore, yeah. That maybe are like a certified fanboy, yeah, of the franchise and an awesome director. Did you uh, like Chappie as well? I, I I I honestly I like everything he's done. Oh, cool, when, yeah. When people sort of. Like I, I understand Elysium's got its problems and Chappie's got its no, problems, but I like, but I like, I, both I of love those films. Them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and of course, I mean District Nine is just like yeah, a bit. Mm. it's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I would I would love to see that, and I yeah. probably would take that over more Covenants and yeah. Prometheus. I, I I tend to agree. Yeah. Mason, as well, a and all, dad, what do you? No, sorry, not as a dad. What do you <laughs> no, think? We need a different perspective, Mason. <laughs> no, okay, good. Finally, finally, as a chance. son. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can do this one. Nice. Ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This would have to be like a like a parallel universe in which they had erased all the other ones because yes. people like if you were like you know what we're just going to do another one where where Hicks and, and Bishop are still alive. Mm. I think people would they'd be like, what about the rest? It would be confusing, and people would. A, f- mm. a fan theory is that Alien Three and Four are hyperspace dreams. dreams. Okay, right. right. Okay. Well, not hypersleep. What are they called? Cryosleep dreams. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's the idea. Okay, that could work. Okay. And, and yeah. they could also de-age if they, if they wanted to. But I, the, from the concept art that Neil Blomkamp, Camp, Camp, I don't know how to say his name, kind of not put together, it's their current aged Ripley and mm. Michael Bean. So they'll be in their 60s or, or whatnot. Right, okay. yeah. But Michael Bean in the current continuity is alive because in the game Alien Co- Colonial Marines... He's rescued, and then another marine falls into that status pod. So technically, in Alien Three, oh, right. it's not Michael Bean; it's some faceless, yeah, nameless marine. Huh. Yeah. That, that but Newt's still dead, right? But Newt's still dead. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that reminds me of a I read a comic, and I can't remember what it was called. It was like Aliens something. Yeah, but, you know, fantastic comic book. 
set on Earth. Yep. And yeah, so Hicks was there and Newt was there and Ripley wasn't. So so Ripley's not around, yes. but those two are. And then like Newt ends those up going back on a mission and she ends up shacking up with a droid that she doesn't know is a droid. And That's classic aliens, isn't it? Classic <laughs> aliens. Yeah, it was all that. and it was, But it was interesting because there was a big like subplot about how the – and it's – Resurrection actually touches upon it that in this comic a religion has – sprung up around the alien where the alien oh, okay. is the god yep. and ah. to be impregnated and to have a face hugger on you is like to be chosen it's pretty good yeah mm. um and i think kind of resurrection sort of plays on that a little bit it's yeah sort of, well the this... the android character from that is religious the winona rider mm. character so, yeah yeah no, yeah that's true yeah that. yeah and it, well even the uh, brad deriff thing i think there's like this Sort of, he sees his beauty in it, and yes, like, like he almost like likes being having his head crunched at the end. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a big fan. I'm trying to remember the name of it. There's a really good alien comic book. I can't remember what it's called, but I'll link it below where it is all religious imagery, and it's about huh. a priest, cra- a rabbi, and a minister uh, yes. <laughs> walking into a bar, <laughs> but he crashes on this uh, inhospitable planet with an alien. And he sees them as the devil, and it's got a whole lot of religious mm. imagery. I can't remember what yeah. it's called, but it's it's very good. I'm just imagining and a lot of Christmas nativity scenes, and Mary has a has a face hugger on her. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then does does the priest then sort of say, "Look, as a father, <laughs> oh, um, no, what a twist, homonym." <laughs> Also, I just want to say, if they bring back Newt, you cast Juno Temple, who looks exactly like yeah, totally adult Newt. You know, mm. she, yeah. she's in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Sam. No, thanks really for having me. It's it. been yeah. fun. Any chance to talk about Alien? This is yeah, great. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe when we do, because we'll, we'll probably do Alien versus Predator at some point. Nice. Maybe we'll get you back for that, or just <laughs> yeah. another episode. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, why not? whatever. Yeah, yeah. And when when's the when's Covenant coming out? Well, Covenant came out on the eleventh for us. Yep. And but it comes out a week after in the states. Why are we getting it? Why do we get early? Oh, we're having a good sometimes run. Sometimes that happens, we got, yeah. What do we get? Right. We got Guardians early. Two weeks early. Two weeks early. Right. We've got, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. That some, sometimes we get it like, I don't think we've got John Wick 2 yet. Right. But sometimes we get things really early. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Probably school holidays. We're the so. lucky country. That's we why. certainly are in so <laughs> many right. ways. Mm-hmm. Sam, where can people yeah. find all your stuff and you on Twitter and all those things? Because you're uh, going to duck out before letters. Yes. So my Twitter handle is at human underscore ordinary one. It's a bit mm-hmm. of a mouthful. I need, yeah. I need to change that. Someone else has got human ordinary and I yeah. wrote and to them. And they don't tweet? They, they don't tweet. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of those. And I wrote them yeah. the other day and I said, any chance you could like delete your account? Um, and uh, haven't heard back, surprisingly. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but but that is at human underscore ordinary one. So on Facebook, it's just like slash human ordinary podcast mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the Planet Broadcasting webpage. So, yeah, well. planetbroadcasting.com, yeah. You can, yeah, you you can get, the, uh, get the episodes from there or subscribe on iTunes. And yeah, you know, and just generally just be cool. Yeah, yeah, just be cool, yeah, just be cool to each other and yourself, totally. right? Yeah, totally. But it, I can't stress this enough. Your podcast is well worth checking out. It's, cool. Like Thank there's you. a lot of and a lot of effort. Like ours is just kind of spinning shit <laughs> for yeah. an hour and a half a week. Yeah. But yours are like really well crafted, and there's a reason why Ira Glass, Glass obviously re- responded to it. Mm. What was that like when you heard that? I know we've talked about this privately, but yeah, yeah. that was that was full a big on, moment, actually. right? It, it was actually a big moment. Is he like workshop basically listened to one of my pieces and then in front of that's the six minute bit that you did yeah right? yeah. yeah it's called uh who's flag so that's from last year that's yeah. also about sort of the the political divide i guess 
Um, and so he listened to that along with a whole bunch of others and then was essentially critiquing them in front of all these journalism students. So I'm <laughs> freaking out that he's just going to tear it apart. Yeah. But then he comes out and he goes, oh, it was really enjoyable to listen to and writing spectacular. And yeah, so I've, it may have moved. Okay. <laughs> it may have moved. Can neither confirm, neither confirm nor deny. Nor will I. Can you, yes. can you talk about, do you know what you're doing next or is that something you kind of want to keep under wraps? The next episode that will be coming out mm. um, is, is a bit of a personal story. So okay. it will be about uh, my grandfather, um, who's Actually, no longer I mean, you obviously know what you're doing next. So I didn't mean to say yeah, that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what you're doing, Sam? <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I've got, I've got all the stories lined up for this year. So mm. uh, yeah, the next two will sort of venture into a bit of, I was talking to my the guy that does my music, my composer, the other day, and he was sort of like, oh, so you got like two sad stories in a row, do you? And he was like, he had that in his voice like he didn't approve. Um, I probably shouldn't be doing that. But well, yeah, you'll get two sad stories in a row. Then after that, there'll be uh, more fun stories. Cool, excellent. Yeah. Well, again, yeah, no, we appreciate you uh, driving out here and, no. and coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Don't we, Mason? Do Absolutely, we, bo- we, we, do. Both, we both agree. <laughs> Thanks, We both guys. agree. It's, yeah. What if I didn't? What if I was like, no, and I just stormed out? How good that be? Finish the episode by yourselves. Have dad chat. See if I care. No, it's been great. This has been great. great. Yeah. Cool. No, no worries. Mason, it's time for what are we reading? Oh, what are we going to read? I'm doing the theme. And we're back. We're back in the room. We're back in the room. Real time. Yep. Uh, this is the What We Reading segment. Oh, What We Which read is very we... jarring for us because we've... We... <laughs> Normally we have a segment. <laughs> yeah. Normally we have a buffer. There's a bunch of bullshit in between. Yep. But we'd already done that today. So mm. there we go. Don't know how to feel. Ah. Yeah. All right, Mason. What, what are you reading? Uh, well, I haven't had a chance to read much or watch much this week, but something that I've been putting off and I should start watching because it's had some mixed reviews and I'm a big fan of the source Is it material. calling your mother? Oh, because it's Mother's Day, isn't it? In yeah. Australia it is. And you're a big fan of her source material, her parents? Not especially, no. No. <laughs> if I'm honest with you. No. Is it the other grandma you like? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is uh, American Gods. Oh, yeah. Which I is saw, on Amazon Prime. I saw one. I haven't what seen th- I've heard mixed things about it. I don't really know what's going on, but okay. I did enjoy it. Right. I... I, I I want to watch two. That that's where I'm at. But okay. that being said, I. But didn't... do you want to watch two in the sense that you want to watch episode two of Powerless, and then you're like, eh, I don't care yeah, well, anymore. no, it's more than that. But it's also not as great as my interest for Legion, because after the first episode of Legion, I'm like, this is very confusing. But I want to go back to it. Okay. American Gods, I wasn't in a hurry to go back to it. It's a beautiful looking show. Mm-hmm. Vikings hitting themselves in the heads on the beach. Oh, nice. So, did you see it? That's what I like. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen I it. Haven't well, that's seen like it. the opening that's, sequence. That's, see, that's the thing. I've been putting it off. Yeah. Because I really love the original version. I yeah. really love the book, and I'm like, and there's also a comic book. Version version coming yeah, out sure, as well yeah, and I'm yeah. like I kind of do I I did like it do, I honestly, yeah. I did so do I watch them and read them and then it's like a pale imitation of the original or sure, yeah, you yeah. Know, but but I got I got to get to it eventually so this is the week I that's think. media Mason isn't it isn't it, it though, comes yeah. in all forms yeah oh, and but should it stay in its original form do we have to adapt everything that exists in yes. another form yes Mason we oh. do otherwise what are we doing here it's a really good point actually yeah yeah, yeah. and otherwise how will we get the movie version of ourselves correct mm-hmm. who can play you just a big pile of poo. Oh, Got what? ya. Oh, step bloody. <laughs> All right, mate. Bloody hell. 
Uh, what are you reading? Uh, I watched. I'm nearly finished with Master of None season two on oh, Netflix. That was quick. Really good. Really, yeah. I, I bloody smashed it. And I also, if you like the first season, you'll, you'll like the second season. I, I am getting a bit sick of kind of, I'm 30-something and what does it mean? Yes. You know what? It doesn't mean anything. Everyone's just plugging along, right? Just fucking That's just get on with it. There's no clearly defined bloody time that you have to have your life together. Do what you want or don't. Mm. And I hope it's not 30 because my life was not together at 30. So. <laughs> Aim yeah. for 40. Aim for 40. That's, that's the stuff. Um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. You know, we, a few weeks ago we were like, we should really watch Mindhorn, the Julian Barrett. I know. That's coming out on Netflix. And like, it's No, it's there now. Oh, it's there now. It's there right. now. I'll yeah. go watch that then. All right then. Oh, yeah. Uh, that didn't get a cinema release here. No, or it anywhere. Didn't. What happened? I think it must have been the UK. It would have been the yeah, UK. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I know that... Okay, Netflix. Are you a fan of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yes. I, I, season three is coming out I, soon. I watched the first season. I liked it, but I was I was kind of... Is it just more of kind of like, what's the world mean? Is, is just that forever? Like, because I feel like there's no grounded character in it. Like, you know, Liz right, Lemon yeah. for 30 Rock is kind of who you relate to. Uh-huh. Well, no, I relate to Jack Donahue. Yeah, fair enough. Because I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> rich and big. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I didn't I don't really get that. Like, everyone's kind of fast you know, there's a band called Big and Rich. <laughs> I'm sure there is. There is. <laughs> oh, there is? Yeah, there is. There actually Excellent. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So maybe I, I should probably go back to it. But it didn't, yeah. It didn't... Uh... It gets, she gets more grounded, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like the, the wheel that they crank <laughs> forever for no reason. Yeah, right. Like, uh-huh. it's... There's some amazing jokes in it, but yeah. I'd... Yeah, I think it's a, it's more a show you have to buy into the slightly surreal premise, and if you're in it for the jokes, you're in it for the jokes. But if yeah. you're looking for a grounded show about no, no somebody doubt. escaping a cult, <laughs> there's probably some gritty dramas for you. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I should I should give it another go. But I did finish Riverdale for the season. How'd that go? Do you want me to spoil it for you? Does it turn into a zombie fest? Because if it doesn't, I'm not interested no, ultimately. No, it doesn't. It doesn't turn into uh, is some, does somebody go to jail for murder? No, but a person gets... You find out who killed Jason Blossom. Was it the sister? I'm going to spoil it, so... Do you care? No, unless it's Jughead, in which case I'm sad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me think of who could it, who, who could it be. Was it Hot Dog, Jughead's dog? Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen Hot Dog in it. Was, was it, it Mr. Was Weatherby? It, was it some sort... Was it, <laughs> was it a sexy Mr. Weatherby? Was it a sexy Professor Flute Snoot? Was it... Was it was it somebody from Jughead's Time Police who went back in time and killed killed them? Uh, Wait, I haven't finished. Okay, sorry. No, I have finished. Okay, you finished. All right, spoiler alert. Yeah, uh, it was Jason Blossom's father who they're in the uh, maple syrup business. Oh yes, and business was booming mm. in drugs. Oh, and it turns out that uh, and then he got found out, and also he was wearing a red wig, and <laughs> and then he hung himself. Huh. And then Cheryl Blossom burnt down the family house because she was like, I'm starting again, mother. Clean slate. Huh. Uh, so no zombies. No. Yeah. Um, but there was, like you said, there was a lot of sexy teens with sexy secrets. That's right. And uh, and then at the end, Archie's dad got shot in the did stomach. Did anybody, did did the whole team, did the whole, like, did the whole, uh, like, all the sexy teens and the sexy family, whatever, did they all then... Join in like at a remote control car race across across America. They didn't do any of that. Why uh, would they? Oh, Archie's RC races. It's I'm just <laughs> I'm just going through all the Archie series that I. I was, was going to ask if that kid. was a that's not a video game. No, that was a that was a comic series called Archie's RC Races. Amazing. Where they drove remote controlled vehicles around America. Around America in a race. And what did they follow them in? 
I don't know. I can't remember. Do you know what, you see what I'm saying cast. here? Yeah. No, I, no, I yeah. see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's 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 your Dawson's Creek. It's your OC. Uh-huh. It's all of that. Yeah. So it, there's a bit more kind of like the teens are solving mysteries and 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 whatnot. So it's it's. You know, it, it, for what it is. At any point, did they all go to the year three thousand? No. Where they, there were future versions of them that all were played by the same no. actors. No. You um, know how you know how you said that Sabrina the Teenage Witch shows up. Yeah. She didn't. Didn't she? No. I think she shows up in like a newspaper clipping or something. Oh, like there's a little, little nod to her. So. Okay. And then yeah, and Archie's dad played by the Luke Perry. Luke. The Luke Perry. The the late great. Yes. Well, he got shot in the stomach, which in television is a wound that can be fatal or non-fatal. That's true. Shoulder, you're fine. Heart, you're dead, Mm -hmm. generally. Unless you've got a Bible or something. Head, you're dead, dead. unless you're a villain, in which case you'll probably come back. Stomach, especially to the side, iffy. Yeah. So. Dick, hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Those are the rules of the universe. Uh Uh-huh. So those are all the things I'm reading. Also, we should mention the Q and A. We got a lot of requests all of yeah, a sudden. This we should week do that. Q&A. A lot of people have emailed in. Hey, did you did you guys send out the Q and A? And I missed it. No, no we haven't done we it haven't. yet. We'll do it this week probably. I still got to, uh, hopefully, my kid uh, is sick, so maybe not. But uh, we will. Mm. It's, if not this week, next week, and if not next week, this week. Oh. Mm. Do you want to do some letters? Yeah, let's do letters. We'll start with our famous letters theme, which okay. I play from my phone every week. Into the microphone. Yeah. Then it's recorded. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. Why didn't I think of that before? Just keep just, filling. I didn't even know you were doing it. That's. I was just <laughs> filling until it loaded on my phone and then... Boom. Then it, there it was. Okay, uh, we've got a spoilers question for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume oh, yes. 2. So another uh-huh. spoilers thing. I'll put the time okay, right, in the yeah. bottom. Is it because there were many, many post credit sequences? And we missed the we, most important one. We didn't miss the most important one. The most important? What's not, more important than Adam Warlock? Uh, yeah, but see, that's the thing. I, I don't necessarily think he's a very important part of the, of the storyline. Okay. He's going to be in it. Yeah. Well, so, he was, it was going to be an important... I did a, a video on deleted scenes from Guardians of the Galaxy. Check it, it out. I'll link it below. But Adam Warlock was supposed to be the one who's kind of chased them across the galaxy. Oh, he's chasing them. Yeah, because the oh, sovereign go the sovereign. after them. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, and, and they're then, like, he's our ultimate weapon. Yeah, kind of and I guess how do you? And I guess Gunn had trouble kind of folding him into the team, right? Okay. Along with Mantis and uh, Yondu and and yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's. I feel like they're setting up the cosmic universe, and he's a big, big part of that. Maybe he'll punch Thanos. Maybe, but I think I think my my instinct is that because you can't have you can't have Adam Warlock show up. And punch Thanos and save the day. No. In the presence of all the Guardians of the Galaxy and all the Avengers. Yeah. We're just going to be standing around like idiots going, what? I don't know. Right? Who is this? Because it's Avengers Infinity War. The, inf- the Avengers got to save the day. I think ultimately... Tony Stark has to save the day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that he's just going to be there. I think he'll have a minor role. Maybe he's out to get the Guardians. He follows them to... A whole heck of trouble, yep. and at the end, the Avengers, the Guardians, defeat Thanos, and they're like, "But how? What do we? What do we do with this Infinity Gauntlet?" And Tony Stark's like, "I'll take it," and they're like, "No, <laughs> no, you're no. a bad bloke." And then they give, and then Adam, they give it to Adam Warlock because he's this perfect being who, yeah, has no desire to end the universe or create trouble, create some trouble, and, then, and then he's like, "Okay, bye, everyone." So I don't think, look, I, I think he's integral as a. 
a MacGuffin to get rid of right. the ultimate weapon. You don't think the they're going to split the stones like they do in the Ooh, comics? Because no. often, like Black Panther's got one, Strange's got one, Stark's got one. I don't trust any of them. No, fair. Enough. But Black, that's why they split yeah, them, though. That's true. Yeah, but that's they're st- each of them is still too much power for any of them to wield. I feel. Yeah, they all shoot beams, and in the movies, that's don't true. They, they all <laughs> kind of shoot. They all shoot beams, but don't drop one on the floor because you'll destroy your planet. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I am curious to know, and I think we've discussed this before, what happens when you like when you pull the gem out of the Vision's head? Yeah. Is he going to die? Well, there's actually some on-set photos that may answer that, Ooh. so I'm, uh, I All won't right. spoil it for okay. anybody. Even you if... won't spoil it even now we're in spoiler section. Yeah, because that's a different level of spoilers. Okay. I got that sent to me. I didn't want to see it, but uh, not mm-hmm. that, I'm not angry. It's just okay. that's something I know. Is it that they pull the stone out of his head and then he got shot in the dick? Yes. Is that, <laughs> you don't want to know fun. how funny that's going to be, you know? <laughs> I want to find out on the day. It's like, finally, I'm vulnerable and he's shot in the dick. <laughs> do you want me to do another tweet or do you want to do a letter? It's up oh, to you. Do, uh, do another tweet and then All I'll right, find the letter I was going to use. Oh, that was from, sorry, that particular tweet was from, we got a lot of them, but that one was from uh, Gary M slash Hamish. So, uh, that, by the way, if you want to tweet to the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod and... You absolutely can. That's right. And then you'll know mm-hmm. that you've done it. Yes. This is from Craglin. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag Pod. Which modern day blockbuster has the best final third act? Let's say Ooh. 2000s up. Okay, sure. Uh, because that is, a, that is a struggle of a lot of even really, really good films. Yes. Action films struggling the third act. That's true. I mean, look at Iron Man is a weird kind of third act it's it's okay Mm -hmm. a lot of them are okay but then there's a lot of beams in the sky and an endless army of whatevers and and a building falls down is it fury road smith i think mm, i is it (laughs) because i don't really remember fury road is is a is one big car chase yes it's it's one act yeah that's or no there's there's an act at the start where there's before the the road the fury road starts and then there's a fury road that's true so i i guess yeah because it from the sense it keeps the momentum, then yeah, uh-huh. maybe, yeah. Yeah. What else? Uh, what about Civil War? I quite like the end of Civil War, the Tony Stark Captain America fight. That's pretty good. Yeah, because is... it's not again because it's not buildings falling down. Yep. What about Inception? Ah. Uh, dreams within dreams within hallways. I don't really within think... vans falling off I don't bridges. Really consider, I don't really think of that as an action movie. What do or you a consi- blockbuster? Really? Do you consider it a, a highfalutin kind of journey through the mind? Yes. Really? I'm gonna look. <laughs> See, I, I, I can only think of superhero movies now. That's the problem. Okay, yeah. I got one that's not then. Okay, I think Harry Potter eight has a really good finale. Oh yes, it's like it's every bad guy from who's still alive and every good guy's still alive in the Hogwarts shooting wands at each other. Uh-huh. Bang bang! Oh boy! Bang! Yes. Call back to our Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. What have you got a list there? What else you got? Uh Star Trek Into Darkness. No. No, I was gonna say. Uh... Star Trek three is quite good. The ending. The new Star Trek. Star Trek Beyond. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you've seen The Raids, plural. Yes. What about those? How are the third acts in those? Yeah, good. But again, that's just, that's pretty much, that's pretty much like almost two hours of just non-stop fights. Non. Like I wouldn't say, I, I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that The Raid 2 like ramps up in the third act. It's all ramp. It's all ramp. Okay. <laughs> it's almost entirely ramp. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. This is a movie you don't like, but I I do enjoy the third act, even though it gets kind of weird towards the end. Skyfall, the Home Alone in the house ending is I I quite like. Yeah, I hate it. It's real bad. <laughs> it's no good. It's a bad film with a bad ending, if you ask me. What about Logan? Uh, it's not groundbreaking. It's that's just true, people yeah. stabbing themselves in the woods. Yeah, but it's 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 engaging. 
That's true. I, I yeah. think that's also too fresh. Yeah. Like, I kind of just saw it. I don't know whether I can... Also, would it stand alone just as a third act? Like, if you just showed somebody the third act. But isn't the idea of a good third act is that you build towards it in a way that's... That's true. You're right. Yeah. Mm. Here's one that's purely third act as a movie. Yes. Rogue One has an amazing third act. That's true. It's, it's an okay movie, but that that from that movie like switches on for me when they hit the planet. Yeah. Like then it's, mm. it's crazy town, Mason. Crazy you know what's town. got a great third act? What's that? Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. What happens to that? <laughs> uh, they fight in the woods. <laughs> yeah, great. And Boromir gets shot with arrows. Oh yeah, that's right. I actually went to New Zealand and I visited there. Mm-hmm. Visited the, 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 the woods that, that they did it in. There's oh, yeah. an amazing overhead shot where the orcs are like running down the hill and there's this huge battle and they, it's, it's, it's great. It's really good. That's the best Lord of the Rings film. Ooh. They're all pretty good, but that one is my mm. favorite. There's, le- there's less CGI rocks being thrown at CGI orcs and whatever. Think, Mason, think. I can't think of any third acts or, in fact, any movies. I got, those, are the, those are the only ones that I've got here. Okay. When did The Matrix come out? 99. Doesn't yeah, count. Doesn't count. <laughs> what about the end of The Matrix but man, 3? That, that, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but, man, the, the Matrix kicked off a lot of woeful third acts, I feel. Boy, did it. Yeah. Wait, the first Matrix? The first Matrix. You don't think that's a good third act? No, I'm saying it is, but I'm, yeah. I'm saying it spawned crap. hundreds of crap crap ones. Yeah. Hundreds of crap ones. Okay, mm, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you can always come back to it if you, can't, if you think I'll come one. back to it next week. If people have got one, just send us a Yeah, let us know. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to know. Mm-hmm. Would you love to know? Yes. Both of us. Read your letter, Mason. Read your... This is from a name you'd recognize. It says, hi, it's me, Fergal Quigley. Yay! Our Fergal Quigley, artist extraordinaire. Uh, he's a musician, bass player. He makes his own bass guitars. Have you seen that? He bloody makes what? Does he? he bloody makes his own. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's got real he's, life He's skills. a double threat. Art, guitars, two things. Two things, that's right, yeah. <laughs> you correctly picked the two things. He's terrible at everything else. Yeah, so his question, can either of you play a musical instrument? Oh, God. And if not, what musical instrument would you turn into if that is your mutant power? So I think we both played the same instrument. Briefly. The recorder? No. The trombone. We both played trombone. We both played briefly, trombone. Yeah. That's true. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. How long did you play it. for? Like two years? Yeah, maybe? I did three. Wow. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In high school. And the reason I did is because... Of, we could be in like a New Orleans <laughs> jazz combo. I'd forgotten everything. Me too. I could probably play hot cross buns if you put one in my hands. Uh-huh. But uh, no, I, I picked it up when I was in year seven because it's like this kind of brass and, and jazz kind of thing came to my school and they're like, and check out the trombone, look at all the cool things you can do and whatever and all the wacky noises. So I'm like, that's great. And then when you get it, <laughs> the problem with the trombone is it's it, it is a, it's a cool instrument. I do like it. But you can't bust out a trombone at a party. No, that's you know true. what I mean? If you want to impress girls, I would argue, pick up the guitar. I would argue you shouldn't bust out any instrument at a party. I agree. Mm. But I'm saying, but if you... Gun to your head, gun to your dick, mm. if you had to bust out an instrument at a party... Yeah. Actually, I'd rather play the piano. I'd love to be able to play the piano really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There was when I was a kid I wanted to play piano and my mum said oh, there's this old woman who lives up the street who who can teach you. And I'm like that old woman does like emergency teaching in my school and I hate her. So no. And so oh. that's that's why I don't that's why I didn't learn piano. That's why you're not a piano virtuoso yeah. right now. But everyone now. in my family can play piano. Not my oh. brothers, but like it's got a history of so I feel like I sh- Claire plays piano. Everybody huh. plays piano except me. Huh. I feel like I, if I had lessons, I'd be fine at it. What you're saying is that the proximity, <laughs> your proximity to people who play piano is going to make you good at playing piano. No, I'm saying it's like my family 
can, my mum can taught herself. Look at your weird stubby fingers, though. No, I got thin fingers. Mm. Look at that. You got sausage fingers, mate. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got about? stubby sausage these fingers. Are, these are a piano man's fingers, mm. Mason. They're not long fingers, uh-huh. but look how elegant they are. I don't know about that. Get out of my life. <laughs> My mum can play piano from ear. She can't read music. With her ears? Yeah, with her ears. Clung, clung. But then again, I guess if I was better, I could do that. Like, See? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, what could you play? Why'd you give up the trombone? Too many girls? Yeah, too many girls, exactly. <laughs> no matter how I'd squawk that trombone, they wouldn't leave me alone. That was my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'd even do that thing with the weird cup on the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No, you can't. You can't do that with the trombone. No, no you, need you can't. Three hands. You, need, no, you do it. You can okay, do it. Okay. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But anyway, if not, what he says? What musical instrument would you turn into if that is your mutant power? He said, "Please say tuba. I've done R and D for a sweet Meso mutant tuba drawing, and I don't want to waste my precious time." Okay, Fergal, I would turn into a tuba. Did he not draw one for me? Not yet. Are we no. both tubers? Probably. <laughs> okay. I'm like, maybe he's halfway. Pick pick an instrument. Okay. The spoons. <laughs> Great. Good. P.S. He's nearing his two-year anniversary of drawing for the podcast. Oh, really? Great fun time. Here's to two more and hoping we get to meet up sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Just two more. Just two more, then that's we're done. it. Then we're done. We don't want any more. Then you've got to send another email and hope for two more. <laughs> that's right. Reapply for this thing you do for free. That's right. All right. That's the show. Oh, by the way, if you want to send an email, weeklyplanetpod at gmail. That's any more in there? Do you no. want to answer? Because no. you did like 16 last week. All right, week. I'll find another one. Hang on. Do you want me to fill in the time? No, no, no. We'll just we'll just edit this out. Okay. I mean, I won't. Yeah, no. Y- no. You will. You will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. So, talking about Blade Runner 20, 20, yeah, 2049 yeah, okay. and uh-huh. Ridley Scott, how he's body out and how he's doing Alien Covenant and he should be out. Uh, this is from Darren Lutchner. Yeah. Um, your review of Alien Covenant, specifically yours, James. Yes. And maybe we'll talk about it next week. Uh, There's difficult- going to be some great hate mail for that, by the way. Oh, good. I feel, yeah. Oh, I got to well, go Controversial. It. Has bit. it already started? I got a few, but oh, not enough nice. to do a, a full thing. Anyway, sorry, go on. Do filmmakers have an expiry date and should stop making movies and take up a hobby that can't disappoint? Say, macrame <laughs> or painting their toenails. What's macrame? Macrame. Was that macaroni art? No. <laughs> What's macrame? It's a bloody little, little nitty little things. Knitting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well. Is Ridley Scott done with good stories telling... Uh, when did Spielberg make a real good movie? And don't get me started on Mel Gibson. I Although saw, saying uh, that, good old George Miller keeps trucking along. So he's yeah, the so exception, yeah. exactly. So why not? What? So in the grand scheme of things, yeah. If we had the power to do that, would you? Would you stop certain filmmakers making? Like after they reach, would it be after they reach a certain age, or would it be? So do they do like five in a row that are no good, or, yeah, right, or whatever? Uh-huh. I, I guess it depends on what property they're kind of gunning for, right? You know, so mm. like if. Ridley Scott was doing Blade Runner 2049, I'd be much less excited for it. Yeah, right. But The Martian I quite enjoyed. But as I said at the time, yep. he came into that movie very late in the game. Uh-huh. There was another director in place, it was all done, and then yep. he stepped in and directed. And he did a great job. Like, okay, you have to say, Ridley Scott, in or out? Out. Yeah, I'm going to say out yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Having not seen Alien. But that's the thing, though. I, I think he's great at world building. Yes. But I think you need... And Hollywood Pete said this to us, uh-huh. or me specifically. Maybe you are in the bathroom. That Almost so. I'll spend most he, of the time in the bathroom. He's, uh, he's good with a good script. Right. Yeah, and, and that's where a lot of his movies have fallen down recently. But is he creative with a good script or is he just following the numbers with a good script? I don't know. Because like, like what if Ridley Scott, like he just has his cinematographer and his special effects guys and his yep. all that and then he just 
is there and he's like, okay, running, speed, action, and we cut. Like, Yeah, that's very possible. Mm. Well, that, that's what you think that of a, of, a, of a lot of directors, isn't it? It's like, what is directing now? Yeah. It, it's, I guess it's whatever you want it to be, whatever your yeah. level of involvement. And I guess maybe like those people mm. around him are like, all right, it's Ridley Scott, we can't disappoint him, let's bring our A game kind of thing. Whereas if you bring in a new guy, maybe they're like, eh, we'll just give him... Give him Give him some B game. The risk with the new guy is you want to get somebody who's good enough to handle... Like, I feel like Denny Villeneuve doing Blade Runner is the best choice you could possibly get. If he can't make Blade Runner 2049 good, then yeah, right. what, what is happening in the uh-huh. world? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the times subpar directors continue a franchise, and that would be the problem if you don't get back someone who's who did the originals. Yes. Do you right. know what I mean? Like, if Spielberg doesn't do Indy 5... I don't want McGee to do it. Sure, you right. know what I mean. You want yeah. somebody who knows what what they're doing. Mm. So that 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 would be that's a problem for me also. What's yeah. the problem for you? Trust. <laughs> Trust issues. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the time. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, this is Ridley Scott's filmography, right? Okay. Uh, Alien Covenant. By the way, I said this in my review. Don't watch the prologue if you haven't seen it. It's called The Crossing because it spoils a massive twist. In Have that I movie. seen that? Maybe we've talked about it on this show. I so, don't remember it. Yeah, uh, The Martian. Yeah, okay. Ex- Exodus Gods and Kings, probably terrible. Yeah, right. Uh, the Counselor, <laughs> the Vatican TV movie, don't know what that is. Prometheus, which some people enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood, which is atrocious. Body of Lies, can't remember. I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, right. American Gangster, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Yeah, American a- Gangster's quite good. Okay. But he sh- okay, he should have stopped there. Okay. A Good Year, he did before that. Uh-huh. Kingdom of Heaven. Haven't seen it, but apparently the director's cut's really good. Matchstick Men, that's all right. All I don't right. mind Matchstick Men. So he should have stopped probably five to ten years ago. Yep. Black Hawk Down, Hannibal, Gladiator, G.I. Jane, White Squall, and so mm. on. So there, there you go. But uh, but then again, maybe there's maybe you let him keep going and then they'll do another really good one. So who mm. are we to kill directors? Is that what we're doing? We're killing Yeah, we're killing the directors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I was implying, yes. Okay, good. Excellent, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like, maybe maybe they need a mandatory rest period. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, you go, hey, guys, you know what? Take five years off. Yeah. Really get the... Because, I don't know, maybe they maybe they burn out or they, they're they just like, well, I'm a filmmaker. That's what I've got to do. Yeah. I've just got to keep churning them out. Charlotte Booth said something about Spielberg and doing a Spielberg movie is, it's such a production, there's no... It's not kind of like what he would have done with Jaws and whatever, where you're kind of scrambling to kind of make things work and the shark's breaking down and it's all right. on you and whatever. But now Spielberg has built this kind of team around him uh-huh. where he's always on time, he's always under budget, he knows exactly what he's doing. So from that, th- there's no kind of creativity in terms of the things that can go wrong and, and the, the pressures of filmmaking. Okay. So, um, so we reintroduce the pressure. Yes. We take their I'm money saying. away. <laughs> take their we mo- ki- no, we don't kill them, we kill their teams. <laughs> Okay, we've come up to, with a solution. These old guys, we kill their teams, then we kidnap them, we put them on an island. Yep. We give them some like Ed Wood style sets. We see what they come up with. Excellent. Yeah. This is a good solution. Yeah. I mean, if they're really old, they're not going to live very long, are they, on that island? Especially if we make them fight and only the winner gets to make a movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, solution. We found it. Do you think there's something to that, though? Yeah. Being, I think you're right. be, like, like the, being comfortable and getting complacent? Because that's when things normally go bad. Like a show goes bad or, a, or yeah. a, a book series or a comic or whatever. When when people settle, that's when things go to shit. Or podcasts. Oh, no. 
<laughs> We're always scrambling around. There's though. been lulls. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm always constantly staring at the Zoom going like, is it still recording? That's always, I'm always like one second away from screaming, is it still recording? Because I can't see it. I don't know. And we don't have a team to kill though, do we? That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, the dog. <laughs> we could kill the dog. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather not. You said it. I didn't. You pointed. I simply pointed the dog <laughs> and, and made, made the slashy so throat <laughs> motion. That's all I did. Okay. Yeah, all right. We kill the team. We've, we've come up with a solution. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, they, some of the, a lot, yeah, like, Spielberg movies, they're too, they're too shiny and, yeah. and smooth now. Yeah. Rough them up a bit. Rough them up a By bit. By that I mean rough up his team. <laughs> kill his team. Yeah. Great. That's the show for this week, Mason. Oh, we did it. What do you got? Oh, if you want to say hi to us, mm. you can go to Weekly Planet Pod on Gmail and Facebook and Twitter and Bandcamp. Got some audio commentaries up. Got yep. the bloody... What's the last one we did? Guardians. Guardians was great. Had a really think, good time I think one. we need to do a bad one because the good one's kind of like... Origins Wolverine. Shut up. All right, fine. We'll do something bad. Nice. Maybe yeah. that. Uh, let me think. What else? Uh, what else do we do here? Uh, I'm, at, I'm uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm Mr. Sunday Movies. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Yep. Uh, if you want to donate a buck a month, as we say, if it would fall out of your pocket and you wouldn't notice it, donate that amount. Yeah, dollars, exactly, dollars. yeah. Five, bo- five, five bollars? Five bollars. Five bollards. Five bollards. If five bollards would fall out of your pocket. We want them. Yeah, you could send us some bollards. <laughs> uh, also, you can go to the Amazon affiliate link, which is in our episode description. Click I finally got there. that third check. I'm going to the bank. Hello. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then if, and if you want to buy X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then let us know you've got it, so we have to do the audio commentary so you can properly enjoy X-Men Origins Wolverine. Just click through, buy it on Amazon, we get a kickback somehow. Yep. Uh, we've got teas on teapublic.com. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Thank you to Fergal Quigley and everybody else who sent some nice art to us our way. Radical! Fantastic. It is radical, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You're absolutely right. Uh, thanks to everybody who listens to the show and bloody likes and subscribes yep. and gives us a nice review. They help somehow. We didn't, we've, we've been doing this a long time. We don't know how, we how don't that works. Know. Yeah. We yeah. never will. That's right. I like the mystery. Good, you know what? I hate it. Tell us how it works. Break iTunes. it down. No, but if if, if iTunes were like, listen, then people this, would just do people that. People would just yeah. game. That's it. what happens on YouTube. That that's right, like people okay. game the system and then exploit it for that. I've done it. I do it every day, Mason. That's how I live my life. Hello. But, uh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm glad Fox is bringing the hammer down on you. That's right. They figured it out. You know who ratted you out? It was me. <laughs> Diff at Fox. Check out this guy. Thinks he's king of the hill, but he's not. <laughs> Dear Fox, not a fan, but I hate this guy yeah, even, right. even more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, we everyone. Grab your you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks to Sam Lloyd for being on the show. Yeah. Also, check him out. He's a good dude. Human Ordinary. Yeah. It's a podcast. Yes. Yes. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.